0: Yeah. so how was uh um, now i guess we can speed up
1: <laughs> we are live finally to pop out that chat we are going to be doing a special transmission today because we are in a very very uh, interesting situation um We should update everybody on what's been going on. This is going to be a special uh, emergency transmission of real news. uh, Real news quarantined. We are stuck here inside our own homes, as many of you are, because of the coronavirus. Our radio studio has been locked down. It is completely shut down. And we also cannot even go on campus, well, except for a few hours today. Uh, Penn State has shut down for the next three weeks. Our spring break has just ended, and we're going to do this transmission sooner, but I grabbed some audio equipment, which doesn't sound like I did, but that's going to be fixed soon. It'll be perfectly fine. Thank you, Dictator Hair Phil, for that. Um, I really appreciate that so we can have good quality audio while we're not in studio, and we're just going to run down like, all kinds of stuff about the coronavirus, all kinds of just just whatever we come up with, like we're gonna keep you guys up to date on everything that's going on. These might be daily, nightly or whatever. might be weekly I don't know because it's constantly developing. and uh, we're just gonna also give you guys a survival guide on how to survive this coronavirus. So um, I know you were alluding to this, Alex, so I guess I'll jump right into the fact that I did go to Penn State grab some of my stuff. wasn't too bad. Not that many people there. A few hours before me, there was a long line forming, but it seemed pretty good now, uh, or when I went. And it was, you know, not, not too bad, but the way Penn State's been handling this whole thing has been pretty messy. But Zoom classes start tomorrow. Maybe I'll get my Zoom transcript soon, too.
0: Yeah, man. I yeah, like so. I was looking online. I keep seeing these articles about it, and um, yeah, from what I look, from what it looked like, there was like lines like out like all the way to the basement, and it looked like more like a frat party, like just line, like people just sitting around there, but there's no drink. So you'd think that this kind of is counterintuitive. Like, honestly, Penn State's response so far seems like it's been really kind of lackluster.
1: Yeah, it's been pretty bad because you know, they, I mean, I don't mind the three-week suspension. That's actually not too bad. Some schools like Westchester University just completely canceled the entire semester, which is insane. But, ah, dude, well, it's here's, not... Here's the thing. They're not handling the... T- like. It's going to...
0: Yeah. They're not coming back. You know, you, you, you realize that right now. They're not going to be bringing classes back. But- yeah.
1: I'm afraid we're not coming.
0: Back. I mean, I'm like I'm fairly certain that's what's going on, but like they're not going be bringing people back now. Like it's not going to just blow over in like a week or two. Like this is probably going to be at least until like I don't know. Probably, probably the soonest would be like maybe miss like mid-April. Like I doubt it though. It's probably gonna be sometime in May.
1: Yeah, I don't, I mean, I could see them canceling even summer semester, and it'd honestly be better if they just canceled summer semester, let us come back for a few weeks, the seniors, juniors, they can finish their semesters, because we're kind of getting screwed over. If graduation's going to get canceled, there's going to be riots. Nobody's going to put up with that shit. Nobody's going to want to spend $120,000 and then not be allowed to fucking walk.
0: Yeah, no, I um, uh, I definitely see that over there, but like, how bad was like when you actually went in there? Was it like the pictures had it, where
1: like there was a, a, a huge line and like people went in close location? Um, a few hours before I went there was a huge line I saw on I think the Collegiate or Onward State, but when I went there, it honestly wasn't that bad at all. It was just a few people, and it really wasn't. Um, that hectic. I mean, it honestly wasn't that bad at all. I got in, got out pretty smoothly. Yeah, no, it.
0: Yeah, cause like you'd think if they're gonna be doing that, they they should have just given people like the um respirators
1: if they're gonna be having
0: people in that enclosed location.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the one thing I did worry about going up there was, am I gonna contract it going up there? Cause all these people are coming here. They discourage people from coming, but, you know, that doesn't stop people.
0: Okay, and here's, like, how long did you, did you only have 30 minutes to get your stuff?
1: Okay, that was a, a lie, kind of. I think it was 30 minutes if you had to get, like, uh, the extra key. So, like, if you didn't have your key, I think it would take 30 minutes, but it didn't take 30 minutes for me at all. I mean, well, it took me longer, but they didn't time me and say, oh, you got to be out of there. 30 minutes, they didn't do anything like that.
0: Or do you think they may have done that for a certain period of time and then they realized that was a bullshit idea and just was like, okay, just have, have at it, buddy?
1: It's possible. It's honestly possible because... from
0: What I understand, that was an official communique from Penn State that you have 30 minutes.
1: Yeah, that's what they said. That's not what they enforce at all. Um, so I don't know why they tell people that if they're just going to, like not enforce something
0: as arbitrary as that, because here, here's the issue. Like, if you're going to be basically shutting down the rest of the semester, whether or not you say it's three weeks, you want to get everything out of there, because some people live, you know, a lot farther away than, like, Pennsylvania. Some people are coming from Alaska. Some people are coming from Texas, California, you know, Washington State. Even, like, Washington, D.C., like, you know, several hours. So they're either taking a flight to get all this stuff. In. And, you know, especially if there's going to be issues over here, like, where they're going to have to go back again, that's an unnecessary cost if you're only going to give them 30 minutes. But, like, at least they started changing that around when you had it. But, like, you know, this thing just seems... Like, they should have done it in a, in a better way. Like, give everyone specific times and days. And if it doesn't work for you, you know, you can go and, like, send them a message. Like, this should have been done during the um, <coughs> the uh, spring break. Like, they should, have, they should have been doing this a lot sooner. And there's, like, a lot of other, like, effects, you know, about this whole thing, too. Like, you know, they haven't even, to my knowledge, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I haven't heard... Anything about people with lying cash, you know, and like meal points, what they're going to be doing
1: about that. No, um, the student, the Commonwealth student government allude to something, but they really haven't done anything. It's, you know, they were saying, well, this is really stupid. One of the things they said they might do is give you fall 2020 credits in exchange for your meal points and room uh, money. How the fuck does that work for seniors?
2: Yeah, no, they should just give you, like,
0: your money back, honestly. Because, like, why is it such a hard thing for them uh, to go and, like, not give you your money back for meal points? Like, I could get it to a certain extent for other, you know, costs. But, like, meal points, that's basically just cash you're given the... Like, it's, it's just cash. It's not like other schools where they give you, like, X amount of meals. Like, you're basically just... Injecting cash into Penn
1: State. Oh, yeah. You know,
0: cashing cash out should be pretty simple.
1: Yeah, I don't get that either. It's like, how hard is that? Honestly, how hard is that?
0: And then, like, not even just that, too. It's like, there's so many other things, which... And they should have, like, been a lot more forthcoming. Like, I think Pitt, they already said they are going to refund 33% of the semester. Really. To their students. Yeah, like a lot of other colleges are already saying they're giving partial refunds But like Penn State has so far not said anything about that because I guess they're still thinking it's gonna blow over in like a week or something, which is complete bullshit
1: I don't know if that's what they think honestly Because well, I, they, <clears> throat> throat>
3: I think they're thinking how how can we rip as much money from these kids as we can I it, I I'm reserved to think that this place is just a cash grab. Oh, it it's is. just a cash grab shack now. Like 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 we're looking at this thing as like oh these guys are like the beacons of academic uh uh the beacons of the academic institution. No, this <laughs> this is this is a cash grab organization here.
1: I'm going to yeah, switch over one second. I need to um I'm gonna try switching over to this other Wi-Fi network and it might run smoother.
0: Oh shit, you're running this off
1: of Wi-Fi? Oh. Yeah. Oof. Oh. <laughs> Big oof. Let's see how this transitions over.
0: If I was, like, you don't have a, um, wired connection capable?
1: Uh, not in my room, technically. Mm.
0: Oof. Mm. What's your Wi-Fi
1: speed? uh no clue. this should be pretty good okay this might be smoother. this might be smoother. let me make sure I think our stream's still going is it uh I will check the youtube
3: youtube
1: we are we're troubleshooting today
2: <laughs> yeah no
0: I think yeah I think what's you can go and do, like, check my, like, speed dot com. They have something like that, like Okta.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'd use it. that. Yeah, I'd go and, you know, double check that real quick, because they'll tell you what it is. I mean, that's the thing. Like, honestly, if you're going to be, like, streaming shit, you know, to the internet, you're going to want to have top-notch, not-cuck-boy fucking Wi-Fi if possible. Yeah, we're trying
1: it out. It's all good. Okay, I switched over and we're still live.
0: Well, you have two different, like, which, what, like, out of curiosity, was that, like, were you running it off of a 2.4 gigahertz connection? I have
1: no clue. I'd have to look later. I mean, oh, there's yeah. these, it, I don't get with Verizon, they have, like, these two connections. There's, like, Verizon Fios, um, it has my router name. Then there's one that says my router name dash 5G. I thought the 5G was faster, but we'll see. Did you run the 5G one first? No, I was running the other one. It sounds a little better right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd...
1: I probably would have checked that beforehand, but, you know... Well, I can't even change it anyway, so it doesn't matter. No, oh, no, 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 I would have checked. No, I would have just
0: done a speed check on both of them. Oh, to see what just happened. You don't know
1: I think that... yeah, if you don't through. know what it is,
0: I wouldn't... You know, I'd be like, oh, hey, you know, I
1: have two, two
0: fucking Wi-Fi options. Let's see. There's...
1: No, you know, I think the 5G is you know, faster, because I have done speed tests on them. I just don't remember the results, I just know that that one was faster.
0: Is that 5G or 5 gigahertz?
1: That I guess they mean that 5 too. gigahertz. It's just a 5G. Like, that's exactly what it says.
0: So I don't know if your, your computer can take
1: 5G signals from, like,
0: fucking cell towers. No, it doesn't. Maybe it can. I don't know. I don't even know if they have that in your area yet fucking 5G in your radiation.
1: <laughs> okay, Alex well, Speaking yeah,
0: of, you hear, I don't know if we talked about this previously, but you hear what happened with Alex Jones.
1: Yes, he got DUI.
0: He was, yeah, and he was, like, within the limit, and he got a fucking DUI. Again, like, that's from bullshit. what I understand, he was, like, how the fuck can that even happen? Like, you know, that's some bullshit right there.
1: He got .07 mm-hmm. on the breathalyzer.
0: Yeah, that's fucking within the limit. Like, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: you know, that's... that. Like, see, that's what's scary. And, you know, people are like, oh, it's Alex Jones. Fuck Alex Jones. Well, no, dude. You know, it might be Alex Jones now, and you might think Alex Jones is the devil. But, you know, if you can get a breathalyzer and, like, burn in jail for being within the limit because the officer arbitrarily thinks that you're drunk even though you're within the legal limit. Like, see, this is the thing... And like Democrats will talk about this and most of the time they're full of shit, but for stuff like this, you know, the fucking powers of the police just to go and like arbitrarily say, you know, Hey, you know, you're ex, and especially something like drunk driving, which, you know, back like the eighties and like seventies and shit, you know, it's like one thing, but like nowadays you get a fucking DUI, you're, you're, you're toast, mm-hmm. you know, it'll really fuck with, it'll, it'll really fuck with you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, You know, if you're going to be giving away DUIs, it should at least be, like, people who are actually drunk. Like, not even talk, like, you know, .08, It used to be, like, .10 back in the day, too. So, it's, like, he wasn't even within the the stricter limits. So, how the fuck can you say he's driving while intoxicated? Unless he was, like, you know, marijuana or something or, like, heroin or a non, you know, like, non-alcoholic.
3: I'm I'm not a fan of the DWI because because I guess he the um because the DWI I guess it's like it's more of a subjective charge you know like it that uh the like the DUI is if you go over the line the DWI is like you're you're under the line but you look like you're impaired like you look like you're impaired like you have one beer or something like that and you look like you're buzzed or whatever which is really like i've always i've never really liked that charge just because it's more like like you're it's more of a subjective like up to the whatever the police uh, the officer says it is Mm -hmm. and i think that's that may that's maybe what happened with alex jones and i i think alex jones is like he's a he's a like he's a drinker i i mean it's not like you know, .07, That's probably nothing for the guy. I mean, he could probably still function. Why
0: is within the legal limits? What's the point? Of, what's the point of having a legal limit if you can just ignore it? You know, what's the point of having these laws if well,
3: they wanted law? to create these? They they wanted to create these laws just so they could like uh make mand- mandatory minimum sentencing, like for you know, like a DWI. You know, they want they want to get people that like that drink. Like it's basically like that. Like it's a it's a super liberal law. Um Well like see maybe back before
0: like breathalyzers were actually like you know, really useful, like maybe back when breathalyzers were still new and people didn't really trust them, I could understand it. But these days it's it's a fucking science. Like you can go and talk to any expert, like out like uh, like the alcohol breathalyzer. It's like very accurate in these cases. Like alcohol in general, it's not like marijuana or like some other drugs where like different people react differently. It's, like alcohol is one of the most like drug, like uh, you know intoxicants that'll get you like you know you do one. You have a this level on here and it it'll react very similarly to everyone else. And that's why we have these limits you know like or else what's the point of it like like i mean they've had these laws on the books but they're so seldomly enforced that pete like because most lawyers and hopefully alex jance is a competent lawyer can just get this shit thrown out pretty easily yeah a lot of times
3: i think a lot of the times even even like some of some of my friends used to get dwis and they would just get like if they had a lawyer they'd just get thrown out because because of the subjectivity of what the officer said it's like well how did how can you really gauge how can you really gauge whether somebody's impaired or not it's like well how do you the, for you to gauge whether somebody's impaired or not you have to be able to know what their normal behavior is and i mean i don't know some of the stuff and, and to be some of the stuff that Ada uh, that alex jones says is like you know oh this guy must be intoxicated to say some of the silly <laughs> stuff that he says no. but it's like that's alex but that, that's alex jones i mean so it's not like well what what's what's normal behavior and what's impairment and like
1: well like how gonna... was he driving
3: like how was he driving was he driving like swerving or whatever did he have like like i don't i mean we don't know on one hand we don't know enough about like the actual charge itself like what what the officer was saying on the report or whatever mm-hmm. but i don't
0: really care what the fuck the officer was saying on on the report honestly well
3: yeah no i mean i'm saying i'm saying specific like from you know if like like so say if alex smith or damn alex, alex i'm i'm smith. really off yeah i know right i'm i'm Sounds going like old old 49er quarterback anyway um no Al, if if alex jones was like you know swerving on the road or like you know, or he just looked like he was like or he just had the appearance like he was like like slurred speech glassy eyes or right. something like that but like I, I I would have to look at the report like that would be something that I would say, oh maybe he is impaired, but I'm not sure that that's the case with that I just don't see that as being the case with somebody like Alex Jones is one he's a big boy um. <laughs> I He's saw a big him in boy. person. He's a big boy. Yeah. And, and like, and you really don't know. And, and, and then, and then you're breaking it down with body composition too. Like I've seen some chicks that sniff, sniff wool and get all buzzed or whatever. Like I, I, I would have to, like, there's not enough information and if there's not enough information, you just get a lawyer and be like, "Well, th- this isn't enough. How do you how do you know he was impaired? How how do you know specifically that this guy was impaired? Oh, you don't drop the charges. Yeah. Well, Which I think was well. Th- I think that'll happen. I think I think as if he gets a lawyer, you know, like they'll drop these charges because it's not really.
2: Oh, oh. yeah."
0: Like honestly, it just seems like a hitch up. You know, like, the guy probably pulled this this guy over. You know, maybe he was swerving or something. But you know, if he's within the legal limits, you know, you, some people like he, you don't know what he could have saw. Like maybe there was like an animal or something on there. Maybe he there was another ratio. But you know, whatever they or maybe they ran his license plate because they can do that automatically and saw hey this guy's Alex Jones. Mm-hmm. You know I don't like this guy. Let's go and. Start attacking him on with some charges over here. I don't like this dude.
1: I love. I will um, steal a joke from t- a Telegram user who said that um, uh, something along the lines of the only thing Alex Jones is under the influence of is the truth. <laughs> yeah,
0: maybe he popped one one too many red pills that day, but you know you can't get DUI for that. You had too much like bone broth or chili or something. He
1: had too much of that um, brain force plus.
0: Yeah, like man, they, they just keep ganging up on him because it wasn't even just that. Then like the uh, attorney general from New York was going after. Oh yeah, him, like, she was
1: on like a tweet storm as to how like he his like he was cl- supposedly her claim was that on his show he was saying that his uh, his shit that he sells to like cure the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> and see, it's Alex, so I imagine he was just probably like. Oh, use this wall filtration system to get the coronavirus out of, your, out of your world. It's the last of the world, was it gonna probably put it in there? Who knows? Just, just try it. it, might work. You know, he was probably saying something like that. Like, he wasn't, like, they're trying to probably him with, like, false advertising or something, but it's like, it's Alex. He's probably, like, joking around or just, like, you know, I mean, come on. Like, the coronavirus is such a meme now that it's become <laughs> a big reality, obviously. So, you know, I just, oh, my God.
0: Yeah, it's probably like zinc pills and shit like that. Cause I see stuff like I think I was at Sheets and I saw they had this like zinc supplement. It's like, oh, it boosts your immune system. And well, there's yeah, probably something like that. And they were like, oh, okay, you know, maybe this is this is what he's saying. You know, it boosts your immune system, so And that's so
3: subjective out. too. Like, like they're like, oh, well, how do you know? How do you know it works? Well, how do you know it doesn't? Like you know, that's yeah, I exactly. Mean, that's the problem. That's the problem. And she's in New York. Does she really have yeah. jurisdiction over that somebody that's in uh, Austin, Texas? No. What, like, and what the fuck are you doing trying to grab somebody in Texas anyway? You're you're in New York. That New York is a fucking shit show right now. Yeah, I get to maybe work there. Try, maybe you should try cleaning up your own closet before you start fucking bitching about other people.
1: See, this so. is what happens when everybody's self quarantined and they don't know what to do, and they're bores. They're like, oh, let's fuck with Alex Jones on Twitter.
0: Oh, he's he's an easy target, you know? Like, he's someone on the right who's unapologetic. He'll go after people who, you know, honestly, no one else is going after right now. Yeah. And so they they just think it's a good idea to dogpile on this dude, which, you know, it's it's wrong. It's basically bullying to a certain degree. They want to go and call Alex Jones this bullying dude. But, like
1: said story. nothing wrong yeah no no he, he, he didn't do anything wrong
0: the honestly. only
1: thing he did wrong was shave his hair honestly that needs to change and I think he even said yep I'm growing it back tried it out doesn't work
0: yeah no, like honestly yeah like he's, he said some stuff about the um you know you can say what you can say what you will about him and uh, you know the like the the school shootings stuff,
1: the Sandy Hook shot.
0: Yeah, and okay, you know that's fair, but like just to con, con- to continually dogpile on this dude
1: for one thing.
0: Yeah, that's not right.
1: When he's been right about other big stuff that nobody else was right about. I mean, I just, yeah, he does get so unfairly treated. I will admit, I originally back in the day didn't like Alex Jones. I only saw the clips of him getting angry and thought he was crazy, until I saw his Joe Rogan interview, and that literally red-pulled me on Alex Jones, I've never looked at him the same way ever again since then, that genuinely changed my view of him and Infowars, I'm like, holy shit, he was right about this, holy-. I, that's where I went about Bohemian Grove, um, and the, a lot of the other like spying shit that he uncovered, like, the dude is something else, like, I'm gonna miss him when he's gone, I mean, Owen Shorter is pretty good, and I think he's going to be sort of taking up the reins once Alex is gone. But, dude, no, Alex is iconic, you know.
0: Once he's gone, what's happening with Alex Jones? Is he, like, something going on with him? Who? Alex Jones, you said once he's gone, is he, like, Well what Well, I
1: mean, when he finally, you know, is done with this, I mean, he can't do it forever. He's even said that he thinks he's only got, like, five, I think seven years left.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, honestly, he's and he's he's an American entrepreneur, you know, <laughs> he's,
2: he's an innovator, the, like,
3: he is. He's he's created this thing that's like super popular and he's created it essentially from the ground up, like,
1: and now he's had to create a video platform from the ground up, and video.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, People should honestly be taking notes, so everyone wants to go make their own like video platform and like survive, like, alternatively. Like, he's all the great pioneers and actually managing to do that themselves. I'm a pioneer. Mm-hmm. I'm an
1: explorer. I like to oh, yeah. meet
3: another one. Like, look, and and this is this is what I'm saying. Like, if you if you learn to know what you're doing, like like it like a Alex Jones, like an Anthony Cumia, like a Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. like you you don't need like you don't need anybody else. Like, if you really like, it's all about just learning learning about the equipment that you're you have to learn about like you know make sure you get all the audio equipment make sure you get your tricaster and all that stuff
1: you know oh, and, sounds like us
3: <laughs> yeah i mean well we're yeah. we're we still got to work on the tricaster okay,
1: yeah. yeah hey we had one kind of in the studio <laughs> before we got yeah. fucking quarantine uh mm-hmm. huh Uh, Speaking of quarantining, um, well actually speaking of InfoWars first, uh, Owen Shorter did an interview with Milo recently, it's on Milo's channel, it's on Bandot Video, great interview Mm -hmm. about the Roger Stone book he has coming out, I pre-ordered it, still haven't gotten it yet, Um, I don't know when I'm going to get it because I ordered it to my school address, because I thought I'd be there, so I might have to reroute somehow, but... That's going to be a good read. So what's
3: going on with that?
0: You know, like, if you get mailed your school address, how's that getting back to you?
1: They have no clue. I asked the lady there. She said, we don't know.
0: Can't they just forward that?
1: Uh, maybe, but that would cost money.
0: Well, they should fucking pay for it. because, like, like, what if you get put on jury duty over there and you
1: don't know? Ooh, that would be fucked. I mean, here's the thing. I'm... Going to probably see if I can change the shipping address of that package, but I don't know what the, they're gonna probably. I mean, I'm gonna have to go back up to get the rest of my stuff anyway, so I'm gonna pick up the rest of my mail probably is what's gonna happen. Uh, and I think that's how what they're gonna tell people is like, hey, if you can come up, come get it. If you can't, tell us and we'll send it to you. That's what I would do if I were them. But well,
0: it's not that hard to get them to forward your stuff like I've done it before. Like, you can go up to any post office, and I think you can, if you talk to them, they can do something like that. And I, and I didn't think I paid anything for it. What, really? Like, if you yeah, if you move or something.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, and I don't you, know this like shit too this well, but. what well, what did you have to do this when you moved?
0: Yeah, like, I've done it before. Sometimes, thing you know, like. It's, that's their job, you know? Yeah, uh-huh. you know, it happens. And they'll like send it to your new address. Like, that's part of their job as post office people. This is why they, you know, they're still in business. This is why we they can't them. do the one fucking thing that they're meant to do, then, you know? Yeah. This is why, like, we should get rid of the fucking postal service. And, like, I second that. Possibly, like, one of the reasons because of shit like that.
1: You fuck the post office. I mean, it's great, but it's. So not great at the same time.
0: Like, but, honestly, like, my post office, they don't even give me a fucking... Like, I had to go down to the fucking post office to get my fucking mail. Like, it's ridiculous. Oh, they don't
1: put it in your in your mailbox?
0: I don't have a fucking mailbox. They give me, <laughs> I mean, they give me a free PO box, but I said to go, like, to the fucking post office.
1: A uh, PO box is nice, but, you know, you need a mailbox.
0: I mean, it'd be nice if I had a fucking mailbox, because i have to go and, like, walk a half mile just to get to the fucking mail. You know, so it's, like, what the fuck are they doing?
2: Yeah. You that's... know, like, versus, like, Amazon
0: or whatever, they can just deliver shit right up to my fucking doorstep, no problem.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, the only thing I that I do like that they have, like, with mail, is like, you know, if I were to get something from Amazon, they might not, like, ship ammo or certain things to my doorstep versus mail, which... To, you know they're kind of required to do certain things, right? So that's like the one benefit. But I, I, imagine if you have some sort of law in place, you know, you could probably make Amazon deal with that shit. Yeah, if they were to be if they were to replace them, but they're just they just be more efficient. Like look it up too. Like I don't even really like like I really don't like Amazon as a company, but they are a lot more. Like, I I like the fucking post office less. Oh yeah, like the people in there can be nice sometimes, but like my mom's, you know, the fucking mail lady will give, you know, the wrong people the mail all the fucking time. Oh, they give it to the wrong person. And, like, yeah. there was this one house for years, which was vacant, and it got so bad, you know, one day, you know, someone we don't know who just, like, knocked down their mailbox because yeah. they kept getting other people's mail. And since no one was there, no one could really even check it. Like, the postal lady will give people the fucking mail who don't even, like, live there. Mm-hmm all the time. Like, versus Amazon, I don't think I've had that happen once.
1: Yeah, Amazon's pretty damn good. The only thing I don't like about them is when you don't sign up for Prime, and you need something shipped to you, it takes fucking forever.
0: Well, I mean, you you can choose how fast you want shipped. you know, Just be paying out the money.
1: That's the problem. Um, Speaking of Alex Jones, uh, I just want to mention something. Our last video we did uh, that I uploaded uh, just the other day, we recorded this a while back, but the, uh, If Alex Jones uh, wrote Star Wars A New Hope, 30 views, 2 comments, 1 like already, and I think just under 24 hours or 48 hours, whatever it's been. That one did pretty good.
0: Yeah, well, what were the comments?
1: One guy just said, he said amazing content.
0: Yes, that's yes, what happens when you do fucking OC stuff. Speaking of fucking original content. I think we had a uh, survival guide we were going to be talking about. We do.
1: We should actually address the title of this video. We have, uh, we've talked about this idea for a bit, actually, but I think now is a more appropriate time than ever. As to how we are going to survive the coronavirus, we need to develop a survival guide, the, you know, definitive, uh, list, let's say, of things you as a ordinary American should do to survive this pandemic. Um, cause we, I'm not gonna lie, look, we can do some serious coverage on this and all that, yeah, that's fine, but, you know, we have CNN just being all hysterical, some people doing serious coverage, let's make, let's make it fun, you know, let's have some fun with this, we're all cooped up here, you know, why not, you know, enjoy ourselves rather than getting depressed and, you know, all alone and, uh, locked and cooped up in our houses, so we were shooting the shit about this last night even, too. <laughs> Um, so, you, you had some, uh, I mean, I'll start with mine, which is uh, a pretty edgy one, but, you know, it's it's worth noting, since as many people have seen, toilet paper, it's in limited supply, it's nowhere to be seen on some shelves, at my local giant's completely empty, so in, don't buy toilet paper, do not buy it, I and mean, you can't buy it anyway, what you should buy is ammo, lots and lots of ammo, and the reason is, uh, because when you have, uh, done that, you'll be able to get as much toilet paper as you want. And you can keep all the toilet paper you have. So Give stock me your up. goddamn toilet paper, son <laughs> bitch. <laughs> yeah, so somebody answers your... You know, somebody knocks on your door trying to get your toilet paper or maybe doesn't knock. They bang on your door. You can answer like that. Uh, and In that voice, but on the receiving, or delivering end, I should say. Uh, and you can show them who's boss and who has the toilet paper and who's keeping it. Or you could steal it, but we don't promote stealing. But hey, pandemic calls for drastic action.
0: Well, see, here's kind of my response to that. You know, <clears throat> with toilet paper out here, you're yeah, you're kind of right. You already is is that that fucking ship's already sailed. But instead, instead of buying fucking toilet paper and hand sanitizer. So, since we're already out of both of those, what you're going to want to do is buy the fucking wa- copy of the Washington Post for <laughs> cheap. Or buy a copy of a, a Hillary Clinton novel from uh, CBS. So, it's on sale. The Washington, with the Washington Post, you're getting a lot of paper. <laughs> you know, it probably feels, I mean, it's newspaper, so it's you know, pretty strong. You know, you can probably get a good, good few wipes from that. And, you know, it's shit anyway. So, it's, you're just uh, recycling that. Same thing with the Hillary Clinton book. You're keeping it off the streets and away from harming people. Plus, if you buy it, if you can find one on sale at CBS, I've seen go for as low as a dollar, you get double value because the CBS coupons are fucking like six six fucking miles long. <laughs> so you have two source, two sources of toilet paper for your ass crack. And <clears throat> now for the hand sanitizer.
2: You can, mm. And if you
0: can't find this hand sanitizer, go to your local liquor store and buy some Everclear or whatever grain alcohol you can find. Highest percentage. <laughs> this comes with the bonus of giving you something to drink while you're in lockdown. Oh. So the time will fly when you're in alcohol-induced <laughs> coma. Plus, you can always make it into you know hand sanitizer if you're feeling like that. You know, 95% alcohol by volume. That's roughly what they give you. It's a hub a lot more fun than just buying their fucking, um, you know, the uh, rubbing alcohol dual use. So that, that's the most important thing over here. You want to be doing everything that you can to make dual use of things. So, you know, you get this fucking, I mean, maybe not so much with the Hillary Clinton books, it's shit anyways, at least with the Washington Post, they probably have some comics. Uh, so, I mean, you can read that while you're taking it shit and just like immediately wipe your ass with it. <laughs> So was Alex Jones
1: of, under the influence of the hand sanitizer when he was pulled over?
0: Well, obviously not enough, because you drink Everclear. You're you getting a lot more. Fucking
1: <laughs> Uh Do you have any? What, what's your uh, tip, Phil? Uh, I
3: have. I have a don't. Okay. Oh, okay. Don't. Don't. Don't get a gay hooker, drink, and do meth in a Miami hotel room. <laughs> So that's good advice uh, who, 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 that who fucking, would do
1: that who would do something bad? i don't know
3: May, maybe maybe somebody yeah maybe somebody that was running for governor of florida mm. Oof, maybe that guy andrew Gillum. Well,
0: yeah Yo. you know, the democrats they were to go and tell you that they know how to prevent the coronavirus but i don't think hooking up with a, a gay prostitute drinking and doing um you know methamphetamine is a very Precautious thing to be doing during this crisis. That sounds like you're
1: assuming you're going to die from this crisis.
0: Well, I mean, you know, doing meth and banging hookers and passing on the hotel room—you know—that's probably not the safest thing to do
1: on any day. I don't know. It sounds like a good time to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: no, but like that—that's like, just fucking nutty. That, remind, that reminds me of Ted ha- Ted Ted Haggard. He was the he was the evangelical pastor that did the same shit. Like years ago. Oh, really? He was a yeah. He was a he was a evangelical evangelical pastor of this big big church. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, and and he was and and what made it weird was he was very anti gay. Like he of was course. really 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 anti gay. And then come to find out that this dude was doing meth and blowing gay hookers. Like, <laughs> yeah, and. I just yeah when I th- when I read that police report the, yeah. the Andrew Gill police report that's what I was thinking of and I'm like dude just come out of the just come out of the closet all right it was real weird anyway like were you do you remember when he was campaigning yes I do well, I yeah.
1: remember they they said he was a monkeying things up and they thought that was racist
3: yeah so, so like the weird okay like there was just weird picture there was pictures that came out where he was on a boat with some dude and uh. they were like kind of kind of they, they they he was saying, "Oh, that's my buddy," but they looked a little too close to be buddy buddy. It was like, uh, I don't know, buddy." And then like when uh, like in his concession speech, like when he was obvious that he lost.
2: Yeah.
3: Um he was hanging on to his wife. Real it was not authentic. <laughs> like it was very like he had his arm over his oh, wife's shoulder, something like that. It's like real weird. I'm like, I don't know this. I
1: was gonna mention looks that. Like you, some, let's remember yeah. that he is fucking married and it has kids. He yeah. has
2: kids.
0: Yeah. I mean, I dude. Know, the, the Democrats will praise that he's a bisexual man. You know, he's very progressive. Get on with with a the constituency. They'll be like,
3: <laughs> yeah, they'll they'll sell it like we need to be respectful. Of his journey oh, as his he's journey. moving in a different direction in this world. Oh, what fucking direction? Uh, oh, what? Pretty...
2: Yeah.
0: No, dude, I, okay? I think I found a uh, song that could fucking beat that with the pastor. Fucking, you know, this is from a few years ago. Fucking Catholic priest caught video snorting cocaine, <laughs> room with uh, fucking gay dudes and, like Nazis. <laughs> what, you this go? is like
1: this is like the fur Nazis. That's what that reminds me of.
3: Uh, and, it, and then Andrew Gillum, and then Andrew Gillum was saying, "Oh, I, I was at a wedding. Uh, uh, I was, I had, I was drinking, but I did not use meth." And then the that that gay hooker comes forward and is like, "Nope, uh, there was no wedding." Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> what an honest hooker! Couldn't ask for better.
3: Look, I mean, look, because because it, it looked like he was gonna. Th- it looked like Andrew Gillum probably threw this gay hooker under the bus, and yeah. and they and, and of course he has nothing to lose. He'll just say, what, like, okay? <laughs> oh, you're gonna do me dirty, okay? What are you gonna do? To Take
2: my job?"
0: <laughs> actually, you know, I'll make a correction. I don't think that the priest was actually gay. He was just at a party doing fucking cocaine drinks. In- yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. There was there was a case in Pittsburgh recently where a uh, judge. Got in trouble for trying to gun by his gay Nazi boyfriend fucking, uh, who's a foul on firearms. Wait, what
1: the fuck is up with all these gay Nazis? That's like two in a row.
0: Or is that it's what you were conflating?
1: I mean, that's just like, what the, what, just, what? What? You know, it's like, bad enough we're dealing with, uh, a pandemic that's, uh, the boomer remover, some are calling it. Um, you know, the Corona Kung Flu. The Wuhan uh, virus. The Wu flu. Yeah, the Wu Flu. And now we have this. Fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. Just terrible.
3: We need to get all the blacks. That's the country, yeah? Like, no, <laughs> no. Let's stop.
0: Fucking judge. And this is a judge buying this his gay Nazi boy, like, fucking gay Nazi boyfriend, an AR 15. You know, this is fucking Pittsburgh, like the place where they had the fucking synagogue shooting, and this guy is just buying. <laughs> His gay fucking Nazi boyfriend who's a felon, you know, fucking weapons. That's what like, we call bad broken Yeah, you know, that that's bullshit, but you know, kinda of going back to our fucking guide over here. You know, say, don't do any of that shit.
1: Yes. But um be socially responsible yeah. and wash your hands.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd say definitely wash your hands. Um that, That's definitely a do. I would not go and um I'd be very cautious. You know, about washing your hands with other people.
1: Well, well, in regards to sex, doesn't somebody want to wear a mask while having sex? You post an article about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true,
0: too. If you're going to go to a brothel, which is somehow still open, I was told that they're shutting down churches, but apparently, brothels are in Nevada. That's still appropriate. You know, make sure you're wearing a mask (laughs) if you're going (laughs) to be banging hookers.
3: Yeah. You you got to make sure while you're ass fucking a prostitute. (laughs) To make sure that you're wearing a mask that's uh very
1: <laughs> that, that's what you need to worry about that will save your life don't work on them wear a mask <laughs>
0: Okay. <laughs> you know and um you know this is also a very good time if you're smart to go and buy a new car
2: Ooh, so if you, do, stocks.
0: if you do buy a new car due to lack of sales you're going to get a great deal so, I would prefer, like if you want to make the most out of this, buy a, a diesel 4x4, you know, big truck, big diesel truck, because, you know, the gas prices are low as hell and you can drive over potholes and mm. dead bodies with ease. You're Don't right. buy a bicycle. You know, <laughs> you'll be doing heavy breathing if you're using the bicycle, you'll be exposed to elements, exposed to the coronavirus. You try to come put a mask on, you're going to have a real bad time, or you're riding a fucking bicycle.
1: And, and the coronavirus doesn't kill the planet, the fucking truck will. Global warming. Pump it up.
0: Oh, yeah. That's actually a good thing. We want to increase global warming right now. So, so take,
3: yeah. It's a good idea.
0: Greta
3: yeah, that's a great <laughs> idea. So everybody that's listening to this podcast, take a couple aerosol cans and just spray them in the air. Mm. Just spray them as much as you want. <laughs>
0: you know Put, bump the fucking heat up, throw some wood into the fire, do everything you can. And also another problem with buying a bicycle, you don't want to hurt your balls because this is a great time <laughs> to have sex. You know, there's going to be a lot, of, you're going to be working from home, maybe you're not be working at all, great time to go and get laid. Work if you're riding a bicycle, home. your balls are going to be so sore, you know, it's not going to be working too well. So definitely do not buy that bicycle.
1: Now here's the problem um, though. Um, when you, what if you were quarantined, but your significant other, girlfriend or whoever is quarantined in a separate location? What should you do? How do you relieve the sexual tension?
3: Love the one you're with. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's an option. Um, you know, definitely.
1: Just, should you wear a mask?
0: Yeah. <laughs> you probably should. not yeah. Um. You know, another option would be, uh, you know, cyber sex. That's still a thing. Oh, yeah. Dude, can you imagine? You're going to be on, especially if you're on, like, if you're on, like, a work call or something, or, like, working from home, you know?
1: Can you imagine? You're going to take your lunch break. The innovations we're going to see in VR sex over the coronavirus, because everything's going to be done virtually, you know, you're going to have, like, Zoom sex.
0: Yeah, like, this is actually probably a good time if you've been a robot. This is a perfect time to go and buy one out. If you're lonely, you know you don't. Well, gonna probably. I'm,
3: I'm betting think. those those are sky high now. The mm. prices of sex bots are probably sky high now. Hmm. Yeah. Like, was, cause everybody wants one. They don't want to. They don't. Wanna, they don't want to. They don't want to have sex while they're quarantined, right? They're demand. not trying to get that. Yeah. You know? They They want. They want something clean. Yeah. They want something clean. Something that doesn't
1: spit, spit. That doesn't. uh nice. Contracting. Well, actually, no. I mean, theoretically, the sex robot could get coronavirus. You know, if somebody well, no, touches I, don't, it, I think you have a human
0: host robot. I mean, if you have coronavirus, as long as it's not a community. No, but it sex can go robot. on
1: surfaces.
0: Now, if you're gonna be having sex with a robot, you should probably keep it to yourself. You don't want to be sharing that with your friends. You know, it's not like <laughs> Facebook. Don't hit that share button with that. It's not like a fucking, not like a hooker doing party favors out here. You know, you gotta, you gotta be very personal with it, especially during these times. Yeah. If at any other time you want to go and pass it around, you know, do your fucking thing. Why now? Yeah. You want to keep your sex toys, your sex robots to yourself. Why?
1: Are also, you probably want to. Wait, you, you got to stop right there. Why are you assuming somebody with a sex robot has friends?
0: Uh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> you'd be surprised, man. Really? But you know no, nah, nah, man. Check it out, check out the Japanese. I'm sure they probably had this for like 20 years by now.
1: That's racist, sir. Very racist. <laughs> you're banned from this. I'm firing you.
0: And we're yeah. not on the air, you know. Not, oh not that's like true. We people.
1: can say. Um. Actually, maybe I shouldn't even say it here.
0: You know, don't. You want to be careful with that. Yeah. We're on YouTube too. But uh, another thing with um, the sexy times. Yeah. You know, you're gonna wanna not you. You probably wanna stay away from Tinder. Yeah, and other dating apps right now. You're gonna be bringing a unknown person into your house, potentially contaminating you. You know, and and what if it's what if you're locked in with them too? Like, what if you end up in quarantine? and they're stuck with you. You don't know this person. They're gonna be using all your toilet paper. They're gonna be, you know, potentially spreading other diseases. So just probably stay away from Tinder right now. You know. Yeah, that's probably the best thing for you now. If you already have a significant other, this is a great time to get busy um uh, you know you're gonna be having all that extra time definitely consider that but um yeah no stay away from uh tinder you don't want to be doing that now what else
3: well, what's another thing people are gonna well do? here I'll, I'll i'll give a do right mm-hmm. yes go. so do uh take in the event of this uh actually well this Coronavirus is going on. Uh, you're going to want to pack up all your shit. If you're in a liberal spot like Champaign, Illinois, and you're going to want to move the fuck away from it. <laughs> That's what you're gonna to want to do. You don't want to stay there because in the event of something like this, you, as you're finding out in Champaign, Illinois, they're gonna they're gonna court they're gonna declare a state of emergency so they can strip all your fucking po- powers and freedoms and all that shit. So yeah, take all your shit, get the fuck out of the liberal areas.
2: Yeah, no,
0: that that's a surprising thing too, and I think we should probably you know that, that deserves its own fucking conversation. Because they, unprecedentedly, unprecedentedly, you know, they've mm-hmm. they've stripped away your firearm rights and your ability to gun buy out. Yeah. Like you know, why aren't they like limiting your ability to buy fucking toilet paper right now? Because that's a big mm-hmm. fucking you can't find it in most stores unless you go to real fucking hole in the wall. But you know, they're taking away your ability to buy a gun. It's almost like they like they the government's been wanting this. And mm-hmm. here's sort of my conspiracy theory. I think. I think a lot like some of these liberals and some of these people out here, you know, maybe they're working with the chai comms going to go and strip <laughs> away our rights over here. They're going to the
3: chai comms are taking over. Ah.
0: Well, cause no, like, look at it. like, they're doing things which would never be able to fly any other time. I wonder how long this virus is going to last. Maybe this is a test run for when the Chinese take over the U S. Maybe this is a test run for when the new world order takes over. We don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're going to strip our rights. So if you already have a gun, I would make sure buy as much ammo as you can while you still can. If you're considering buying a gun, buy it now. You know, preferably would have won one a while ago. But if you can't, you know, it's you're kind of screwed. Learn, you know, look at um, – there's some great resources on the Internet. I know there was a uh, this, like, Army Munitions Handbook. I, I think I've, uh, you know, heard of this. They tell you how to go make uh, firearms out of – Certain supplies, same thing with the anarchist cookbook. They'll tell you how to make certain things. Um, mileage may vary. be very, very careful with anything like that, but if we're going to be living in fallout world, you're going to want to have some ability to defend yourself other than a kitchen knife. You know, we're not in England anymore, buddy. you gotta be got to be stocking up. Use what you can. There's some great tutorials how to make, like, simple pipe shotguns. Um, Not the best, but you know, it's a shotgun. It doesn't, it's not as dangerous. Like, all you really need is a, uh, you know, the shotgun shells and some pipes. It's not dangerous to go in as dangerous as some of these other firearms to make since shotguns are relatively low pressure. It's definitely something you'd want in a worst case scenario because when someone's coming down the chimney, it's probably not Santa Claus.
1: (laughs) So, you're saying we need common sense toilet paper control?
0: You know, honestly, yeah, that's another thing. You know, <laughs> don't go and try to gouge prices. Like, I mean, if you're, if you want to be a savvy businessman, I'm all for that during most situations. But if you're me doing that now, you're like that's a fucking awful. super Scrooge McDuck. Like, you know, that that's such a dick move to go and take away someone's toilet paper. You're going to be stuck in a fucking house and you can't even take a shit. But if you're smart, I would rec- uh, for a do, do invest in a bidet. That's <laughs> yeah, a great way to conserve toilet paper because you'll just be shooting water up your ass. Europeans do it; they've done it for years. I've, you know, my my aunt had a bidet before it was popular. Oh. Now it's a great time to get one of those because you won't be using toilet paper. And you know, the the negative side is it'll be good for the environment, but it's eco-friendly. Sometimes, you know, like you don't really want that. But if you're a liberal, you know, even liberals would approve of the use of a bidet because it's you know. Especially for guys, because it's something going up the ass. It's helping them be a little more gender fluid.
1: <laughs> Do you think Thunberg uses a bidet?
0: Well, if she's in Europe, probably. Like, it's con- like I mean, and it's, she's rich it's as nice. Shit. Well, it's it's nice to go and
1: use a bidet.
0: You know, like, in other places. like It's, it's actually, you know, better than just spending money in toilet paper. It, it, it fixes things and for ladies, their biology. There's certain reasons why they would prefer using bidets compared to men
1: uh, You know, don't want to go too that. much into that I mean, oh we, we don't we, we, we can be racist but we can't do that
0: <laughs> well I mean you know they, it's, it's it's better for them it lowers chances of getting um, infections and you know thrush and all that other uh, good, stuff. good stuff and it's better for like old people too so like you know if they have a hard time bending on their ass you just have a robot shoot water up there so you don't have to go and bend over but it's a great time to buy a bidet. you know. And, and in general, you know, buy low and sell high, not with toilet paper, not with essentials, preferably, but for stocks.
2: Uh-huh. I, was
0: looking, I was looking at the stock market, man. It's been, it's been taking a tumble. Not so good for your 401k. I would, tr- if you can, I would not recommend using that right now until this coronavirus thing's gone. Give it a couple months once things start recovering, it'll be great, it'll be huge. But if you can, right now is the best, one of the best times in the world to invest because you can get stocks at rock bottom bottom prices. I would, if this is your first time, like I'd try to go and choose certain companies. Like I, I personally like banks because the government tends to bail those out, like especially bigger ones, and they're not as affected as certain other, you know, like airline industry. I'd be careful about that, but you can probably make a lot of money off it too. So definitely mm-hmm. consider investing in stocks if you have extra money lying around. I've heard things about uh certain bitcoins and stuff. I generally stay away from those, but you know, if it gets slow enough, you know, I'd be here's the thing with Bitcoin. I'm not so much afraid of investing in Bitcoin, but like it seems like every single fucking Bitco- like Bitcoin wallet they ha- they always end up getting hacked. You know? Yeah. So I'd be very, very well, this, cautious of that.
3: Well, this would be a terrible time to buy, like, gold and Bitcoin now because the the value is already going well, up because we're in the middle. The I
0: don't know if it's still down. No, it's but, down. Uh, it's down. Okay. Yeah, I was well, looking at it. It's down. For
3: well, sure. in any case, yeah. No, you buy gold and you buy stuff like Bitcoin and stuff for this very moment, but you don't buy it right now. Like you 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 buy it before it gets this fucking bad. So at least you have something to leverage when the dollar goes to wherever the fuck it's gonna go.
0: Well here's well here's why I like stock too is unlike Bitcoin, you know, stocks for the most part, you know, they can pay dividends. Yeah. So not only are you getting wealth that will fly in a few months, but if you hold on to it for a little while, one You hold on to it for I think like two years. That's considered capital gains, so that's significantly like less of a tax disadvantage than you know your income. Actually, and
3: also corporate bonds will be a good thing too. Like look out for good corporate bonds because, like when when these when these when these companies start tightening up financially, they're going to be looking to try to get more capital, and so the very first thing they usually do is they throw bonds out. like and, and, of course, if nobody's spending money, they're going to have to demand a premium to get those bonds. So just a little word of advice. <laughs> be on the lookout. Well, I would yeah, also say that with, if you
1: can, oh. with stocks, um, I would normally never say invest in them because it's just too risky. It's gambling. Unless you stocks have insider. Are what? Stocks aren't that
0: bad. You just have to be smart.
1: Them. Well, you need to have insider knowledge, but right now... I don't have
0: insider knowledge. That, that's not true, man.
1: I think totally, because you really don't know what's going to happen. This is one of the few times where you do know what's going to happen. It's going to well, go see, back if up. New,
0: if you're new to stocks, you could always buy an ETF. You could always get into mutual funds. I've had mutual fund for years. I've made a significant amount of money. You know, Sometimes it goes up, sometimes it goes down. But over time, it's been like an 8% increase year by year for the most part. And that's true for most stocks. Now, if you go and buy some shitty like startup company, okay, I, I, I'd i stay away from penny stocks in general, but certain companies, you know, it's, it's a risk, but there's also a great potential for reward or loss. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the thing, you know, risk versus reward. You buy some more reputable companies, you know, like companies that have been long seeing that probably aren't going away anytime soon, you know, stay away from your, you know, retail generally, but like, you know you can make tons of money off
1: can you though because like for example yes. google stock is at like 500 something is it honestly going to go up much more and if well, it does gonna be, it's well, going to go down
0: i be careful with things like google you know i wouldn't buy something that's that high that's why like i bought some citizens bank because i know what it usually goes up how so am- i can get well- like i look five year or like, yeah, I looked at five year review of that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like I think norm, like like a couple months ago, it was going for $40. It was like $20 the other day. They bought it then. Give it a couple months. Once this thing blows over, I'll make double my money in a couple.
3: Yeah. Months. You just, you just want to buy, you just want to buy investments that are getting beaten the hell out of right now. Cause you know, this thing ain't going to stay like this, this whole, this whole coronavirus thing. It's going to pass. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like, and once that does then those stocks are going to eventually recover. Yeah, but exactly. Right now, yeah, you're going to want to, you know, buy low sell high, right?
1: Which yeah, stocks also, would you say to invest in?
0: Well, I mean, I personally, you know, if I'd be careful with airlines, but you have a if you can find one of them that you think's not going to go under, I would definitely consider cuz obviously not all of them are going to go under. There's some of them that are propped up by the state. No. Um I'd be careful about auto stocks because that whole thing's been disrupted pretty much mm-hmm. with like Tesla and stuff and just people not buying cars. But I, I like banks. You know, I'm a little bit biased with that. <laughs> but
1: um Yeah, but how much do bank stocks honestly go up?
0: Um, well they just went down a lot, so I'd say probably what they used to be. Like well, don't take a at, look
1: at what they were
0: like a few months ago.
1: Well, I was looking at some of them and they really don't move much.
0: Well, they just did, so that's why you buy it
1: now. I'll take another look, because I I will say, I did download Robinhood, um, and I am looking to invest. This is, I got, I'm a little tiny bit late, because the day to really buy was on, I think Thursday, when the big crash happened, and you know, I mean, everything was like record lows, so it's still a good time now, because everything's still overall low. So, you know, and it could go down even again, it could, I mean, nobody really knows, but um, since, thing, I mean, I don't, depends how the economy goes, really, so we'll see, but now's the time to invest in something, and that's what I'm looking at is, because Bitcoin dropped 50%, I might put a little bit in Bitcoin, not a lot, but diversify, I guess, put it, you know, some money in a few things.
0: Well, here we go. Here's the one I invest in, Citizens Bank. You know, right now it's going for twenty three dollars a share.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, a
0: month ago, it was going for forty dollars a share. Mm-hmm. Like uh, a few years ago, it was going for like 46 dollars a share.
1: Okay, that's that's pretty good. That's, that's mm-hmm. pretty good. I think I was looking at mm-hmm. PNC of all banks and a few others, and it didn't look too hot in terms of like where. Well, it was the going.
2: only one. Well,
0: here's what I'll tell you about banks right now. Do not. Personally, I mean, I'm not a financial advisor. I can't tell you what what not to do, but I'd stay away from Wells Fargo. Mm,
1: they've had some that. issues too.
0: That's why I, it's going down and it's, you know going up, but I don't like what's been going on with the news with that one. Yeah, I totally um, agree. M and T Bank. I mean, right now they're they're on the up and up, so I'd actually you know this ship might have already sailed. But if you're gonna look at other industries like, you know the um, the airplane, airline industry right now you can probably get some good deals with that um some of the gas industry you might be able to but that whole stuff cuz OPEC right now there's some shenanigans going on with Russia yeah i would i would definitely um they getting in a,
3: they're getting in a pissing match with Saudi Arabia and so you who knows how that's going to end up and that that really doesn't that really doesn't affect that that's that's not An effect of like the really with the coronavirus like you like if you're going to try to invest you're going to try to invest in shit that's getting beaten the shit out of because of this coronavirus mess
1: but not being so much that it doesn't recover
3: Uh, i i I think most of these guys if they're big enough they're going to recover like you're already
0: recovering right now i'm looking at it you know Bank of America, like, 17% change over the past, I think, day. Like, uh, Key Corp, which is Key Bank, that's 17%. JP Morgan Chase, 18%. You know, so now, you know, you just be on the lookout for more dips. If it dips really far again, another good time to invest. Here's another thing, too. If you're looking to buy a house, now's probably one of the best times to do it because the Fed just cut the rates again. Oh, they cut interest the rates. Yeah. So you're going to be getting a great deal on interest. People, you know, if you can still find a house on the market, if you which you probably will right now, you maybe, you know, definitely consider that. And any sort of other big loans you're going to be doing, if you're going to be doing a big home improvement and you're going to take out, a, you know, some sort of federally guaranteed loan, like mm-hmm. maybe a heat or something. Another good time to do it would be right now if you're going to be taking just in general like a loan. Especially student loans, which, you know, if you're going to be doing an online college, this is probably a great time for that. Oh, yeah. Like, like an accredited one. Um, yeah. Uh, if you're going to a non-online college, expect to be doing online classes for until this whole thing passes over. But if you're okay with that. Like, the student loan interest rates, from what I understand, they have been, um, like, student loans, like, there's no uh, interest right now due to an executive order, from what yep. I understand.
1: That is true. He waive student yeah. uh, loan interest rates. Um, I, I know you probably know a bit more about this, but I would say it's not a bad idea to invest a little bit in Bitcoin. I wouldn't put a lot in it, because I've heard it's kind of, uh, iffy, but I would think it would go back up. It might have another big hike, and then sell it then, and probably stay out of it. But what do you think of Bitcoin? That's my non, not non-official advice.
0: I think most of that stuff passed. Like I remember, I had a buddy of mine. He spent like back in the day when bitcoins were basically bought and sold. He, like he spent like four hundred bitcoins on a piece. If you had kept that shit, you know, he'd be not having to work a day in his fucking life. Now it's getting it's. Like, the regulations on it, like, they're getting a lot more stringent. And I just... Most of my issues with it comes with... And you don't get any dividends from it, from what I understand.
3: No, no. I mean, that... No, bit, Bitcoin and, like, other cryptocurrencies are kind of kind of similar to, like, the metals. Like, the precious metals. Yeah. You want to get those to, like, stabilize what you have. You're not really using it to, like, gain, gain or lose money. You're trying to keep like keep what value you have and whatever you own like that's because if, if the you know if the dollar rises or the dollar falls you're that gold is going to stay valuable regardless and like same with bitcoin like or some of those cryptocurrencies or whatever like you're you're trying to base it you're more so keeping what you have instead of gaining
1: uh. That's an so, interesting way of looking at it, and I think that's yeah. probably true but uh, I don't know Bitcoin's a funny thing because why did it even jump that huge you know jump it made not too long like a, was it a year ago like why even did that happen?
0: I don't know people people like Bitcoin because it's you know the, it's not like the regular currency where people can just keep mm-hmm. buying it and the thing with Bitcoin is it's generated. You know by people using their computers and it's like a logarithmic I think uh, function I once had an old friend of mine tell me all this shit oh,
1: Bitcoin a lot
3: of it a lot of it is how much of it is moving around too like how much of it's being used how much of it is being traded amongst one another same with stocks uh, like how much how much movement that however much movement definitely plays a role into whether it goes up or down um so just, just think about that before you, you know, uh. know your money. Who wants who wants to listen to another do? Yes. Yeah, let's yes. hear it. All right, all right. Whip we'll it okay. out, big boy. That didn't sound right, but okay. <laughs> I didn't mean it that uh, way. <laughs> now. Um so do uh called it if if you feel like calling this thing the Wuhan virus or the Chinese virus, go ahead and fucking do it. Uh don't yes. don't listen. Don't li- it's because look, it came from China. Let's just be real. It came from China, so fucking call it the Chinese virus or the Wuhan virus, whatever you want to call it, right? Don't listen to the don't listen to these mainstream, uh, the the mainstream media when they tell you, oh, don't say that. It's racist. No, no, you can say you say whatever the fuck you want to say. It is because it was from China. And, and another thing, uh, the 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 mainstream media they have chinese interests. Okay, let's not let's not oh, kid ourselves. Shocking. Let's not kid ourselves. Right. Um CNN, they're own they're a subsidiary of AT&T. They do business in China. Uh MSNBC, they're a subsidiary of Comcast. They do a ton of fucking business in China. Uh ABC, ABC News, right? They are they're owned by Disney they do a shitload of business in china cbs viacom right they 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 do a shitload of business in china right but all these people have chinese interests and this is what this is why why this is one of the reasons why when you watch the news and they don't go after china or they don't you know they don't uh, they're not you know exploring what's what's going on in china like they should it's because they have chinese interests and they don't want to fuck up their chinese interests so they're gonna you know they'll they'll do whatever they have to to keep their shit or whatever you know
0: well and here's another thing too it's like don't listen to the fucking chinese and democrat propaganda about how the u.s was the ones responsible for yeah. there's no evidence of that no if you've ever seen a wet yeah. market over there, you can see easily how this and many other diseases can be spread. They have markets where they just sell like live animals like all brunched up together
2: yeah.
0: and you know, for sale for eating, you can get like slabs of meat over there. And this isn't like your cows and chickens and you know, whatever fucking regular like domestic animals. No, this is like fucking koala bears jellyfish and like <laughs> most notoriously like bats and pangolins oh, like, oh. Stuff, like like bush meat you know you're eating fucking bushmeat bush out there like, well, that's what they do in like africa in the similar fashion this is supposed to be you know a very civilized country but they do these sort of eating habits and it's not only dangerous to endangered wildlife you know they're the ones who are getting in trouble for killing off sharks for shark fin soup you know, but it's also dangerous to health because yeah. you don't know what these animals mm-hmm. you know, are like, especially these wild like bats, especially it's like the, it's like the rat of the sky. And why, <laughs> why are we eating them? It's disgusting. I mean, you know, say what you will about like cultures being different. But as we can see from this and from what I understand, it came from a wild pangolin or a bat that was consumed in a wet market or purchased from a wet market. You know, that's what I originally heard, that makes sense to me. Now they're saying the United States, you know, the Chinese media, they're claiming that the United States were the ones responsible for it. I don't buy it. The Chinese, Mm -hmm. if anything, like I've heard multiple theories about this So this could have like that, this wet market was near a uh, biological research facility. I've heard things about like, like a monkey or bat or something pissing on someone and they like scratch their face. I don't know, but what I do know, it's definitely coming from China. And, um, yeah, no, let, let's be tr- let's be real about this. You know, it's the Chinese who are responsible for it. It was their, you know, allowing of this disgusting habit. And I'm not like this big ego freak, but I don't think that civilized societies should be having these, frankly, you know, disgusting conditions in these uh, food markets where they just have like live animals for slaughter that aren't even like remotely domesticated
1: well let's be real though this is China Uh, they're not taking responsibility for their problem because China wants to be this big superpower and they want to affirm to their people that China can do no wrong China's the best don't question President Xi he's a god, everything is amazing And when you have this virus breaking out like this, that totally breaks that frame. That destroys that image. And they know that. They're not stupid. They're probably really fucking smart, but they're also fucking well, evil. They're,
3: well they're master manipulators too. They yeah. they're 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 masters at like manipulation and propaganda. I honestly believe uh and I've debated this with a couple of people, you know, I believe that 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 is why uh Apple kicked Infowars off of its platform. Mm. I think because Alex, look, Alex Jones is very critical about China uh, for years now. Right, this is one of those things he was very critical of, of of China and how they're handling shit. And as you know, Apple does a whole lot of business in China, right? They do a whole lot, lots of sweatshop work, lots of lots of just business of all kinds and you you really think apple's gonna want to fuck with their money think again i think i think that might have had more of an impact on how apple dealt with info wars more than anything um well yeah and this whole sort of uh yeah that's another sort of thing
0: so do buy American and just don't buy chinese in general if you can help it because Mm -hmm. this like this sort of crisis shows what we have, like, basically given to the Chinese. We've given away a good portion of our medical supply chain over to the Chinese. And when something like this happens and we need, like, medical supplies, you know, vaccines, anything, and when you find out that, like, 80% or however much percent, some can fact check me on that, of our supply chain is reliant on uh, the Chinese market. That, that's a huge, not only, like, issue just for civilians trying to go and buy gas, like, uh, respirators and gloves, but a huge issue in terms of national defense. Why yeah. are we giving one of our biggest rivals pretty much the keys to the kingdom for any sort of disaster like this? Like, let's say we were at war with China, you know, and they decided going to use biological warfare. We'd be completely screwed. Yeah, but that's but what's what this right now.
3: And, uh, and, and even if, like, okay, so even if you decide, hey, we're going to move a lot of our stuff to China, you better have a fucking backup plan, right? Yeah. You better have a backup plan if shit goes awry because uh, those are the times. Look, I mean, I mean, you have a lot of these companies that moved all their shit to China and really didn't have a backup plan at all like as we're seeing now, they don't have a backup plan when shit goes awry. And um, I don't know. I, I I mean, there's, there's always, you know, just be smart. Like, dude, these people just didn't, I don't know for the last fucking decade plus, man, they've been just moving, moving stuff around and not thinking correctly at all. And, just the, being willy-nilly with shit. No, it's like, you it's know. all
1: about greed. It's people that... It, you know, it is. It that, is. That's the thing. Know, you, and that's it's hard it's like, to change unless you do what Trump's doing, which is like tariffs and getting aggressively better trade deals. And I think this is what's a, the one positive we can see from this, um, mm-hmm. is that I think it's going to wake a lot of people up that were either on the fence about Trump or thought he was wrong about this China stuff. I mean, I've I I, I mean, a lot of us, I bet I'm not alone in this, were saying this shit about China before Trump, or maybe we first heard it through Trump, um, or some other people. And, I mean, it's, it's, it's... I think a lot of people are finally going to realize that we can't be dependent on China. We can trade, we can have shit made there, but we can't be dependent. We need to bring jobs back, we need to bring resources back. You know, obviously you can't have right. nothing, but this- you know... Like, you are you Actually, are absolutely you were, right.
0: You know, we could probably do a whole fucking list of the benefits of this thing.
1: The benefits of coronavirus.
0: Yeah, because honestly, you know... not take. <laughs> yeah, no. So, I would say probably one of the biggest benefits from this, you know, is like what you mentioned, is that it is showing that Trump was right in attacking China, and it was showing that Trump was right in the fact that we need jobs over here. That's probably one of the biggest benefits, but also... This also shows that open borders doesn't work. Open borders you know, kills. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and look like he's actually it's actually worked so much that the Mexican government is oh, yes. looking to close the border between <laughs> the US and China. Think about that. Fucking
1: yeah. A. Mexico Maybe can get is going to fucking build... pay
0: for that wall now if we have people jumping over there.
1: Do Mexico.
0: The
1: literally the coronavirus is is making Mexico do our job for us like think about that
0: yeah no it's also showing that a lot of these like liberal policies with like sanctuary cities and document immigrants in times like this you want everyone to be fucking accounted for yep. you don't want to have like random people just showing up on the streets how can you quarantine someone if they don't exist on paper Like, let's be real over here this is showing problems with them and it's honestly really hurting the democrats like yeah, they're saying this is gonna hurt Trump. No, this oh. is gonna hurt the Democrats because not one of them suggested closing borders. Yep. Mm-hmm. They said that's the wrong thing to do, but you can look. Every other country that has a coronavirus problem is closing borders. No, go back China, when
1: he China closed the
0: borders go back in Spain, Europe for the most
1: part. Go back to when he closed the borders with China. Remember during the impeachment thing, they were all saying, Oh, you can't do this, you shouldn't be doing this. This is racist, this is a bad idea, yada yada oh. yada. Look who is talking well, right the
3: now. The only people, the only people that are saying this have a vested interest in, in China's agenda. Like, they, 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 these are the people. Look, the mainstream media. You've got a, a lot of these people that are doing business in China. You know, at, look, 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 you have even sports athletes, right? Look how mm. much sports, sports stuff's going on in China, right? You know, you have NBA games. China you have you know you have like soccer like european soccer you're they're, they're they're talking about they were talking about having games in China and they were talking about like look there's a lot of business like in european football they the, there's there's teams that are owned like uh, i want to say there i i could think of probably 10 major teams european soccer teams in China or no there're 10 european teams that are owned by chinese like there's there's a lot there's a lot of chinese money that's being pumped into a whole lot of stuff going on and if you know you don't you don't want to fuck these people don't want to fuck it up well, and so they're willing to abandon safety health welfare they don't care they don't care they're, they're so you really have to like when you when you're listening to people and you're listening to ideas, and like you, you know, what should we do next? You know, you're going to have to think about that. You're going to have to think of, well, what are these fuckers' motivation for saying the shit that they do?
1: Well, you know what I think too is that now, because of this great awakening to China, you now have two things destroyed, hopefully the media and the Russia uh, hoax. I think people, at least some people, finally realize Russia ain't shit. Russia isn't our enemy. China's our enemy. They are our main competitor. They're the ones that are um, really causing problems. They're the ones we need to worry about. Russia is totally not in the conversation right now. It's all about China, and people realize that the issues China is bringing affects their lives directly. That's what matters, yeah. is that they're feeling the effects. You don't feel the effects of Russia, even if there are any. You feel China. And the mainstream media pumping up this hysteria. This They create this okay. mass hysteria that we're living in right now. They yeah. created it. And I think I've even heard from some people that are like typical Democrat liberal types. They're kind of discussive how CNN's doing shit, how they're yeah. nitpicking, and I won't, I'm not making this up, this is so important, everyone should check it out on our Twitter, at Versa Media, um, at Versa News Media, I mean, um, it's from Mike Cernovich, at Cernovich, he had, the per- this summed it up so well how bad this coverage was, there was a tweet that said, uh, Google is not, a CNN tweet, of, that said, Google is not making the coronavirus website. You click on the link, and the article's headline literally said, I'm not making this up, Google is making the coronavirus website a total fucking 360. Because they didn't do their homework, and they didn't realize when Trump announced this, he, he said Google because that's what people know. You know. He's giving he's talking about what people recognize, but it's technically a sister company of Google. And then once this little confusion happened, Google took the reins and said, we're just going to do this in the main house. It's fucking unbelievable. They're nitpicking little shit. Meanwhile, Trump took a coronavirus test, um, because people asked him to. That's a beautiful display of democracy working right there. The people say, Hey, you should do this and he does it and you know, they're still upset and they didn't even know what to do with it. But I think the the globalist um corporate media is gonna they're they're gonna have a real reputation tarnished from this and well they're already- Russia hoax is dead.
3: Yeah, I think, well, there, I think they're already, they're already like we've viewed uh, and a lot of these, and there's a lot of confusion, I think with the general public, because they view, they're viewing MSNBC and CNN, like these big powerhouse news organizations. Right. And, and over the last few years, we've seen a radical change in how big they are anymore, because like, you know, the well, especially with CNN, uh, over the last 30 years, they've went from becoming, from being this big, big news organization that's from all over the world, uh, to being a, basically a nuclear, um, voice for the extreme left you know mm-hmm. this is what they are now they're a subsidy they're a subsidy of a phone company now like this is this this is who they are <laughs> they are a subsidy of a phone company a phone conglomerate <laughs> Let that sink in. right so they're not they're not in this for news like real news anymore like this is this is so these people have to wake up and get and look at it for what it is so and everybody's like well oh CNN's ratings are in the tank well no shit they're like look look at who they are now right and 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 you look at that and this is what I was talking about like with the with the uh the time the the AT&T Time Warner merger i'm like this could have an effect on CNN because now they're going to be even deeper in the subsidy tree where like now they're they're all owned by t now. Like this is you know they're not that they're, they're which which they're they're just gonna be spreading propaganda like because they're a subsidy. You're not gonna know you they're not gonna give you accurate information as far as financials and viewership and all that stuff because they're a subsidy and they really don't have to. So, so now we're 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 stuck with this confusion of, well, 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 I think people are starting to see now who CNN really is, mm. and and MSNBC. Look, look at MSNBC. They're the same way. <laughs> but you've got uh the you, you had when Comcast uh bought NBC Universal, right? That was the same thing, really. Like MSNBC became a. Uh, another rung below the subsidiary tree. And so now they're a subsidy of a cable company, right? It's, it's.
1: Well, I think the other factor, the other factor too, and I think this is a slower factor, but it's going to become more apparent soon, is that CNN's audience is dying. Uh, Fox News' audience, too, is dying. It's old people. Mm -hmm. I mean, my generation simply does not watch cable news. We're streaming, we're watching YouTube, we're listening to podcasts. There's probably some, you know, our audience for this show, for this channel, is Mm -hmm. young people. Uh, And CNN is not adapting to this. So their viewership is slipping. They don't know what to fucking do. They don't, I don't even think they honestly get it. I don't think they get why their audience is slipping. So they're like, oh, we need to pump, you know, Russiagate more, we need to pump the Russia hoax more, we need to do this and that, we need to be more sensational, coronavirus, 24-7. And the thing is, yes, I think the coronavirus should be talked about a lot, because it's obviously affecting, it, this is a historic event that's that arguably is affecting people's lives more than, you know, 9-11. I mean, I remember when 9-11 happened, uh, my parents said that you know, airports shut down, this and that shut down. It was only for like a day or two, or whatever it was. This is the entire globe is shutting down for weeks. The planet is shutting down for weeks, maybe months. We don't know. I mean, this is unbelievable. Like, like we were talking about earlier. You know, you have just look at the NBA. Just the NBA shutting down. What that mm-hmm. means alone is insane because. You know, obviously the players aren't playing and doing their thing, but it's hurting the, the concession stands, the ticketers, mm-hmm. or whoever's there. You know, that's that has the, the staffers, the employees, like and that could go on. The cheerleaders, like there is so many crippling effects to this. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And like if we want to go back to the school, front, I mean, Jesus, see yeah. It's not what about March?
3: What about March Madness? Yeah, there's no what about March, March Madness? Madness? Yeah like that I I look at that as even worse. like I mean NBA you know you know the the, the, the I look at that and I, and obviously that's crippling. but like I look at March Madness I look at it from from a city standpoint yeah you're right like city's bid city's bid to have March Mad like like these tournaments like the final four and the national championship game in their city and like all these tournaments and they're expecting to bring like hundreds of millions of dollars into this, into the area. With, and like with the TV deals and stuff like that. And to not have that, you're talking about, yeah, there's, there's billions of dollars that that are lost.
1: And think are looking these, at the big picture. Well, think of all these college athletes too. I mean, mm-hmm. God damn, I feel so bad for them. I mean, yeah. they this is their moment to shine. This is something that could literally, like, make or break their career. This could make, you know, more make their career than anything. I should say, like, this could make them superstars. And they've been robbed of this moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, mm-hmm. I get it. We gotta shut shit down. I get it for, you know, the virus. But can we just postpone it? You know, can we just put the whole world on pause right now? Can we just take a little time out of our very short lives and just actually enjoy some of these cool things?
0: Well, well, yeah, no, I I agree with that. But this sort of brings up another, like, benefit to the coronavirus is it's showing the cracks in globalism. Yes, yes, the the problems of having an interconnected world because people forget about that. They forget about all these viruses in the past, and for the most part, you know, we're pretty like we're pretty immune to these big sort of viruses well, we didn't really have these, like, global outbreaks at the time because the world wasn't so globalized. Like, the reason the Spanish flu was so bad is because everyone, like, there was a whole world war that kind of brought over here. But that was really probably the last major issue. And that's still, like, from my understanding, that was, like, a 10% death rate. Like, the coronavirus is, like, between, like, 1% and, like, 3%. Some
1: say it's higher,
2: but,
0: yeah. Like, if we had something on the magnitude of the uh like Spanish flu breaking out now, you know, we would be so screwed. Or, like, heaven forbid, like we used to have with the Black Death, like, you know, it was recent, it's called the Black Death. Like, that was like 50 to like almost 100%, depending on the type of plague, debunk plague that you got.
1: Like, can't say you know, that we one either. Learn... That's racist.
0: Well, like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, we've learned these lessons as a society, as the Western society specifically, and this is why. You know, for years, globalism and like this air connectivity between societies was generally looked down upon because there was a severe issue, especially before modern medicine of a pandemic like this breaking out. And that's why things like quarantines were set up. And we kind of forgotten about that. And this was a reality check for the world because, you know, this is honestly one of the much lesser, you know, dangerous uh, viruses and pathogens that could be released. Like, good Lord, what if we had Ebola? What if this, like the Ebola outbreak actually blew up into this huge global thing? You know, there would be a lot more people dead. And I think this is a good, you know, sort of test run for a global, you know, like pandemic response. And we're going to be remembering this stuff and like doctors and health uh, professionals across the world are going to remember this event and they're going to use this to our advantage so we have something seriously really dangerous we'll know what to do and hopefully you know we'll have better precautions
1: oh that's true i'm glad you brought that up because this shows that the world is not ready for a global pandemic it just isn't ready i mean and i look I think the criticisms of Trump have been a bit ridiculous because they're like, well, he should have done this. He could have done this faster. It's like, well, fuck. I mean, uh, he could have done so many things I faster. Think he did a, uh, look,
3: I think he did a great job. I think he did a great job personally because um, I, I I, especially loved the press conference where he had all the big CEOs yes. out there stepping it. And they're like this is the kind of stuff you're going to need to do in today's age to really take on something like this. You're not like, l- look at, look at how Italy handled this shit. Like they handled it fucking terribly, yeah. terribly. And look, and they, and here, let, let, let's, let's, let, let's go. Let, let's, let's get, take it one step further. Um, This, uh the a pro, a pro, right? It, of all of this going on is we're seeing the nastiness of universal health care, right? Mm-hmm. We're starting to see what kind of shit universal health care has given us to what we have here. Like the, like look at Italy. Italy has like a universal health care system ish. Right. And you know what they're doing? They're fucking, they're, they're not giving, they're not giving health care to old pe- older people. Right, wow. they're just saying, "Oh, well, you know, they're old. Like we're we're using our resources toward the people that are of age versus the older ones. So the older ones are kind of fucked. Like,
1: and they're the most vulnerable,
3: right? Um, so, and that's what they're doing. That is what, but but look, the, that is the exact reason why we don't want universal health care in this country because it's going to fuck over older people." It always does. It always sends the older, older population into the shitter, because it's like, well, they look at you, you'll, you'll, you'll go in, and they'll look at you. They'll do their their little triage and go, oh, can we help this guy? No, okay, get the fuck out. And like, look, that, and and if, and if an older person wants to spend the money to live longer. That's their fucking prerogative, right? Yeah. That's their that's their choice, right? Absolutely. It's like, yeah, and and so we can't like like this is how we do it, right? What what Trump did with with that press conference is he set it up to where he's setting it up to where he's incentivizing these major corporations to play ball with him. To get this thing moving faster, to get these tests moving, to get the the, the healthcare moving, and to to where they can uh, streamline the process, make it faster, make it more available. That's how you have to take care of this thing.
1: Well, what he's doing is what's so smart, so business savvy is he's using whatever is the right tool for the job. He sees eh, the government's doing what it can. Let's look. I mean. I want to move faster. Let's try the private sector. Let's use this tool. And he's utilizing it to make the, you know, the testing tents in the parking lots of Walmart yeah. target. It's genius. It's great. Yeah. It's fantastic.
3: Yeah. People think- look at, people look at capitalism. Like, like, like there's some Bernie bros out there that are shitting on capitalism or whatever. Like, Oh, it's evil. Whatever. I'm like, it's capitalism is really nothing. It's just there. Right it's there for you to use right yeah and 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 so so what you have to do and they teach us this in business school all the time is if you want if you want to like say you want to hire a manager right say you're a company you want to hire a manager and you're not you're you don't want the manager to behave to where he's benefiting himself versus at the expense of the company you align you align the incentives for the manager to work, uh, to where when the company succeeds, the manager succeeds, right? right? Right, so that's where you see you know, bonuses like performance bonuses, right, or stock options, or something like that. If the stock option hits at a certain level, they can act on it, or something like that. This is what they teach you, like, look, and this is this is the kind of mindset that 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 somebody as business savvy as Trump sees. It's like he's he sees this and it's like, okay, now now I, I can I can do something that puts that gets these CEOs to behave in line to the agenda that I'm trying to make, which is to save lives to streamline tests, to streamline supplies. And this this is what we're talking about here. And Trump has done a great job with that. And uh, he's done as good of a job as anybody can do.
1: Right. I couldn't agree with that more because that's what these businesses see. It's like, holy shit, this is great for our business. Let's do this. You know, let's get more people to target. You know, and I think that's great. Like, that's your advantage. Um, Two other things I want to mention, too, is, um, number one, this is something Steve Bannon has been saying. Italy's going to go through depression. I think he's 100% right. Like, this is absolutely just... Anybody's can get hit the hardest. It's Italy because they uh, rely on tourism mainly now. honestly. I mean, yeah, they make furniture and a few other things, but it's tourism that's driving them. And when you have over the summer, the country on lockdown, the country shut down, people can't come in or don't want to come in, your tourism's dead. You are losing so much money on so many levels. Restaurants aren't getting money. Airlines, I me, mean, I could just go on and on. So many things aren't getting money. Um, and number two is, Bannon uh, was calling this a pandemic in January, I, th- I believe. He was calling mm-hmm. it months ago. He was mm-hmm. saying, this is going to be a big deal. This is going to be nothing like we have ever seen before. I, I listened, it was on his podcast. I mean, I listened to a bunch of podcasts to get a variety of you know, views and whatnot. Because Bannon can be somewhat interesting on his takes. And when I heard that. I was surprised. I, I'm not going to lie. I, really, I thought he was just being dramatic. Uh, I was wrong. Very wrong. But, you know, it's, it's just a crazy time we're living in. I mean, that's why I think it's important we do this. Like, I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. I've been saving a bunch of papers of, oh fuck, I forgot to grab the Philly Inquirer today, but I've been saving a bunch of papers of, like, all the shit that's been going on.
0: You know, and sort of like another benefit, like, another sort of benefit of this is it shows, like, the lawmakers what sort of. Things are important to have, you know, in terms of like price gouging policies, because a lot of states, you know, they haven't really had a major disaster like this in a long time. So the price gouging laws are either out of date or they just don't exist. Like now, you're learning toilet paper and hand sanitizer when, you know, which really isn't like the toilet paper is just not really going to be an issue in terms of like like in terms of knocking the virus. I mean, it's going to be an issue, but. It could have been a lot worse if this was, like, clean water or something, which, I mean, it might be, it kind of is going into now, but, you know, even with that, it should be fine. But, like, Honestly, you know.
1: Honestly, though, why are people, of all the things to buy, all the things to stock up on, they're picking toilet paper. I genuinely I guess, don't get it.
0: I guess, you know, with toilet paper, you'd rather not be without that if, you know, you can't go out and get any.
1: I mean, people are more worried about wiping their ass and feeding their families.
0: Yeah. You know, like, some, some people, they're starting to go and stockpile food now, too. But it, it just, like, this whole thing is, you know, it's just showing how people actually act in real situations.
1: When the chips are down, we're all animals.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, it, it shows that for as much as people think that society is really stressed, as soon as you start taking away... Some of these things that we hold dear, like the ability to go out and about, and go to restaurants, go to bars, go to really other countries and travel. It shows how really vulnerable we are with like a small supply chain, like for you know, at least starting out as a relatively small supply chain disruption.
2: Yeah.
0: But, um, you know, other than that, you know, it, it just what else would it really, really have showed? Oh, probably one of the biggest things. Um the ability to do work from home.
1: Yeah. So like, let's talk about the remote uh, working and education.
0: Like for the longest time, like remote work, a lot of companies, they really don't like that. They were like, you know, people will look down on it and they'll think that people won't get work done. But when you actually have to work remote or possibly not work, it shows mm-hmm. that people are well, like it's completely, you're completely able to do that. So this is going to be a real test to see if it works and it, you know, I, have people like it. a long time. I think a lot of people won't be wanting to go back to the office after this. Like it'll show the need to go and reform some of these policies, especially at bigger legacy companies where they, you know, might might have like their work from home policy, but it's like really archaic. You might only be able to work like from home once a week or something, or, you know, only if there's an emergency, but now, you know, if you can show that you can do this, it'll have potential ripple effects. So you will see a proliferation of, home for a lot of companies that might not have had it beforehand.
1: Well, I think, you know, it's funny because I was applying to some internships and one of them has remote working. I'm like, oh, perfect timing. Um, and I got an internship, so that was good. I haven't signed off on AX. I'm looking at other things. But, um, you know, I think there's a lot of jobs where you can do remote working. A lot of them you can't. But I think for the ones that do, people can be like, oh, shit, I can just sit home like, check the Facebook, you know, on Twitter, um, you know, eat Cheetos, and my boss won't know or care. Uh, and I think for some, it might be, you know, the only thing I worry about, and this is the same problem with education, is that I think online is the future for education, like Khan Academy-style stuff for a lot of things. I mean, 90% of what I get, Penn State could be done online. But I'm worried this could either make or break online and remote learning and working because for education, for example, it sounds like we're going doing classes on Zoom, which I think will work fine, but these teachers, if they're putting their courses online and they haven't done it before really, they don't really know how to do it well, and it's a terrible rollout, this could make people hate online education. I'm afraid that's what's gonna happen, even though it is technically better if done properly.
0: Yeah, that's the issue with Penn State. And I think, you know, the, another sort of benefit is it shows how greedy some of these colleges can really be.
1: Yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, and like how much of this could, like, because, like, listen, with Penn State, and I know we talked about this beforehand, they really dropped the ball on a good lot of things in regards to this. Like, they should have, you know, honestly, they should probably cancel, like, do something postpone or cancel this, you know, the remaining in session semester and just have it go on acknowledge that this is going to be over
1: weeks well they're not doing it online
0: well no but like I mean they still said that like they think it's going to be done by April like realistically that's not
1: happening I don't know anymore i see I mean my well that excited. well
3: I mean that well I mean that football coach's salary isn't going to pay for itself mm-hmm. I mean ne, ne, neither is Eric, uh, neither is the president's bronze statue of himself Oh, uh, yeah it. that's not good that's not going to pay for itself either.
1: That's real, so isn't it, right? Back. Huh? That's real, isn't it?
3: Yeah. Oh, it's God. That's real. Look, Google that shit.
1: I saw it, and I'm not going to lie. I thought... Because I think I saw an onward state, so I thought it was like a joke. But then I was like, no, this is real, isn't it? No, it's just... Oh, fuck, it is. Hmm. Yeah. And well,
0: Here's the thing, too, is that, like, you know, all these student fees that you have over here, you know, like, really... It shows how, like, the fact that they're not refunding that. Because, honestly, a good portion of your student fees should be refunded since you won't be able to actually see it. Yeah. Like, yeah. just the fact they're not refunding all these things, like, immediately shows how bad, you know, Penn State's really dropping them. Because other schools, like I think Pitt, they're, like I mentioned before, I believe they already announced that they were, uh, you know, giving a refund of, like, 33%. So for Penn State to be dropping the ball, especially with number PA school, it's really telling, like, where their priorities lie. But honestly, you know, this could be great for, you know, the fact that most of these courses could be done remotely, but it could also definitely give people the bad impression because Penn State, you know, for having all this online infrastructure, these teachers weren't, to my knowledge, a lot of them probably weren't even trained on how to do a remote class. Like, I I think – Most teachers should at least have, like, one remote class just so if something like this were to happen, you know, they'd be able to go and teach it.
1: Well, that's one thing I want to mention also is how – do you guys think we're going to see future pandemics at this scale, large or small? Do you think this is going to – like, because people are saying this is the new normal. For now, obviously, yes, it is. But will we actually have to deal with this stuff more in the future, or is this just a one-off case?
0: Historically, yeah, it's gonna happen again. I mean, if we learn, this would be a good time to go and learn so you be able to make decisions quicker. Cause now, it, like this was unprecedented for the modern, era, but now people are gonna know what to do. So, but so it might not be as you know widespread as this. Hopefully, people would immediately stop trade to China and travel to China until they get this contained. But I do feel that this could be. I don't know how normal it will be, maybe once every decade, 50 years, but it's definitely going to happen again. This is not the last pandemic that we're going to have as a country and as a world
2: community. Mm.
3: And I must say, I am so thankful that Donald Trump is our president during this time. Look how many other countries are totally fucking it up. I mean, Canada's fucking up. Italy's fucking up. Most of Europe is fucking up. Like I, I'm, I'm like, and all of these guys are like, you have all France. France is really fucking it up too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, and, and I'm like, look, the beat, basically the beacon, the beacon of, of, of American freedom is the one that's handling it the best out of everybody. Like, there's no coincidence like look I I, I look at I look at how judgmental everybody is like you know uh, fucking uh, who's Canada Uh, Justin Trudeau Mm -hmm. Uh, see how he's fucking up I see how Emmanuel Macron see how he's fucking it up and I don't know who Italy's leader is fucking shit up too. I'm just like thank God Spain Spain's dropping the ball too I'm like, look, we got man, boy, we lucked out with Donald Trump, man. We need we need four more years of that guy.
1: Dude, we need fucking eight more years. But when Italy goes through a depression, I think they're going to swing hard right and you're going to see populist leaders rise up um on the right in Italy. And people like Salvini are just going to be one of well. The, few. Well,
3: here's the thing: they're co they're they're getting really, really, really cozy with China, like really cozy. No. Um, you, they they signed they signed the uh, Silk Road Road Agreement uh, against uh, unbeknownst to the U.S. or the EU, and so like you have. Uh, yeah, And you had China, like you had China trying to send medical supplies to Italy, which was kind of confusing, too, because it's like, oh, yeah, sorry, we started this fucking epidemic. Here's a couple of first aid kits. They may work or they may not. I don't know. But here they are anyway. Like, what the fuck?
1: And then they threatened us like to not send us valuable, I think, medical stuff or drug stuff.
3: Like, eh, whatever. Like these Whatever. people are
1: like China is really showing the true colors in this, and I hope people yeah. finally wake up. Yeah,
0: people forget that China, like what the Chinese did during the SARS outbreak, they forget how they kind of just throw things under the rug. Like, and honestly, I hope that China held accountable for because if yeah. they would have raised the alarm yeah. bell like they should have when this originally yeah. happened, you know, we wouldn't have need to go and basically shut down the world for the next, you know, potentially few months. Yeah, so this is going to be just decimating small businesses left and right. Like, hopefully, you know, I don't know what Trump can really do about that, but hopefully Congress gives them a package that can, you know, basically keep things afloat.
1: And they're looking at payroll tax cuts, stimulus packages, stuff like that.
0: Like he might need to go and do that for these small businesses. Like basically just pause their their debts until at least they can. Like especially in like the tourism industry, the air. And that's another thing too, is it kinda of showed some of the bullshit rules with the airline industry because I think oh, maybe yeah. you you want to go and keep a flight, you had to go and keep like you wanna keep your flight schedule, you had to go and keep sending out planes. So even during the fucking coronavirus, I think until recently, like air companies had to go and like fly fucking ghosts ghost airplanes out with no one on it, or like very limited people, just so they didn't lose their very valuable time slot at airports within the EU. Mm-hmm. So it kind of showed how bullshit of a law that was.
1: Now, it's also rem- remember, too, that people that have lost their flights, people that have been, you know, their flights been canceled, not all of them are getting refunds. Uh, I saw a guy on Twitter named uh, Jays2Cents. He's a big tech YouTuber. I've followed him for years. He planned a first-class flight for a special holiday vacation with his family, and Delta Airlines isn't refunding him a penny. And even though I think they said they would initially... Um, uh, somebody I know personally who was going to fly from uh, here to Belgium and do a uh, layaway in the UK, uh, she is only getting eighty percent of her uh, flight refunded, and I think she's with American Airlines. I'm not sure about that, so don't boycott them yet, people. But you know, they're they're trying. I I know what they're doing. They're looking at this and going, shit, we're going to be losing a lot, a lot of money. Let's pocket as much as we can without pissing that people off that much. Let's take a twenty percent cut because I mean you should be getting a full refund. I mean eighty percent is still like mm, better than nothing, but shit.
0: And I think during like a na- like national airline, there should be some sort of fund set up to go and like maybe even give people fucking assist them with the refund because like I can get it's really tough for an airline to go, especially like budget airlines. You know, people that, like, airlines that run on tight margins to go and cough up that. So maybe this could spawn some sort of, like, relief fund where they'll put money into it when they're doing fine. And then when things like this happen, it'll just be, like, taken from that fund to go and pay for canceled flights. Because mm-hmm. they should be getting a 100% refund. Absolutely. Honestly. But, yeah, like, it, it's just kind of sharing all these, like, cracks in the system. And now we can patch it. Like that that's kind of the one good thing from this. It's showing the true colors of the world, what things are working, what things are definitely not. So I think in some ways, you know, there's definitely some like benefits and lessons learned from this event. We like, have like I mean I definitely got, negative, but it's not all negative. I, mean, I, just
1: I want to mention real quick, importantly, we have a viewer. Uh, in the chat, Matt Simcoe says, bat "Blood for the Blood God." <laughs> Words of advice, um, definitely in our coronavirus survival guide.
0: Not quite like the, the Bolon um, survival guide. You know, you know, this kind of, you know, this whole thing is it, kind of making me think. You know, we like let's say society did actually collapse. You know, I'm surprised, and maybe the government has one on um, people about. Like we should probably have some sort of like template out there for how to like get mm-hmm. society back up to a operating point of, as close to what we're at right now as possible. Yeah. well we- I remember like, and I, I was bored the other day, and I was getting pissed at Star Wars, so I started like looking into like Warhammer Forty K lore, and they had something like that. I think it was called like an SCP,
2: mm-hmm.
0: where they it was basically you know. It was, fucking future, like, 40,000 years in the fucking future, so it's obviously taken some, you know, artistic liberties with certain things, but they had this setup over there where you can go and, like, they had these things called SCP, and it was, like, this AI bond. It could basically build everything to go and make society back to what it is. But, you know, sort of, uh, now we're not, we don't have, obviously, that technology, but, like, if we could kind of have, like, a fucking template of how to get society from, like, basically... Survival after like a major disaster, you know, up until the point that we we're basically like skyscrapers, internet, fucking power generation. That's something that should definitely be looked into and probably invested in. Because like even if we don't have a society like collapse, it would be something good to have if we ever like get to the point of colonizing planets, just to kind of like build that infrastructure have it down to go and how to rebuild society from nothing into what we have now. Like, like, Hey, you know, this is from like the little things like, Hey, you know, here's like a dictionary over here. You know, here's how you go and say shit, you know, here's what berries you shouldn't shouldn't eat at least for earth that would work. <laughs> to like, Hey, you know, this is how to go and build a complex uh, network infrastructure to create like the internet. Hey, this is how to go and like, You know, make steel.
1: Well, don't we have Wikipedia?
0: (laughs) Well, if there's no internet, what are you going to do?
1: That's true. I mean, maybe we can create some sort of, like, permanent database. But, you know, what you're describing, though, I mean, it sounds like a movie. But, like, what we're living in feels like a fucking, you know, apocalyptic pandemic movie or zombie apocalypse movie. Like, it's fucking crazy.
0: Well, it's something that should have been thought of long ago. Like, honestly, you know, this thing should have been the works for years. And you could go and have it, and it would have to be in a format where people wouldn't need a computer to read it. So it's going to be probably big. But, like,
1: what you could think do you is... I you gonna... make something big enough, honestly. I think you'd have to, like... Well, Elon Musk tweeted out a few days ago, appropriately, Occupy Mars. Um, and you, you'd have to put it on some other planet or somewhere, or somewhere on, the, you know, on this planet, like... Well, safe. I've had it
0: in multiple places. So, like, the first, yes. like, you could have certain copies, but there should definitely be a master copy that's not, you know, on any sort of internet medium. Because, one, like, computer media that is destroyed over time due
1: to various things.
0: But if you had it, like, I don't know if you could have it, like, etched in stone or something. But how could you I've, keep
1: updating it? That's the problem. How could you, like,
0: update it? Well, I would just try to go and, like, update it maybe every, like, 50 years, maybe every...
1: 50 years? What well, if you have, like, a problem? Like, you, like so many things have changed in 50 years, like, and if you have a problem within that time span, and you don't know how to do something, like, that would be catastrophic.
0: Well, it would be... You'd still be building society up to the point of, like, 2020. You know, you can build it, like, once you get up... And this would just be, like, sort of basic infrastructure now. You wouldn't have, like, Apple necessarily, but you would have very similar things. You know? So, like you at least need to have something to get to this point, like 21st century. You could really probably update every 100, but like the cost, you know, it would be a lot. But like the first part, you probably want to be etched in stone and get people up to the point where they can build like optic systems to the point where they could go and like read like micro like inscriptions. And then you could go and make things a lot more compact. So it would sort of be evolving. Like, progressively, you'd you'd have to read this to a certain point in a progressive manner. Right. But, like, you know, the basic survival things, like, you know, hey, here's how you're going to make iron and stuff. That would be, you know, in pretty, like, relatively decently sized text. But then once you start getting, like, past the optical level, it would basically say, hey, you know, you're going to want to create a microscope. And you'd have how to build a microscope, how to go and build all that equipment like a, at least like a basic like 1700s microscope that could go and view shit. Like that's tiny. You know, you would have that in there. And then from then on, you could have things like micro size. And then maybe at, at a certain point after you get to the creation of computers, you could have it even smaller. But I'd be hesitant to do that because at least with like stone and maybe even like certain like microfiche like films, you know, those things can last like, tons of time. Well, if
1: you could, like, laser etch it in, like, some sort of, like, I'm not necessarily stone, but something like that, it's so, like a machine could do it real quickly, but I think it's a bit impractical because you need so much. I mean, just look at the encyclopedia. It's barely scratching the surface, and those things are already pretty big. I mean, if you had even had... I mean, you'd have to have literally a lot... Li- I mean, look at libraries alone. Like, shit, i just, just jump to it. Like, a library has only a tiny, tiny, tiny percentage of the information that's on the internet.
0: Well, how much is actually necessary for a society to... Because you get your fiction, you get your history, you get your biographics, you get, like, all well, let's this just stuff. just use
1: Wikipedia. How about that? I mean...
0: Well, how much stuff in there is actually, like, necessary to build a society versus Probably much- a
1: lot, honestly, because, like, you know, if you want to build... I mean, it depends what you want, you know, if this is a template for society or if it's... You know, I mean, I don't even know where you'd start. Like, what is the template... Where does it start? Because we've made so many advancements, you'd say, well, we got to include this then, and well, we got to include that because this has been, you know, innovated. Well, it would just be like
0: the most important things to get us to basically where we're at now. So, I mean, you need to have like, sure, you need to have like all your mathematics in there. You know, you're going to need to have a dictionary at some point, just to kind of like, you know, you're going to want a dictionary in case they don't have any at that point, because that was probably making the first dictionary was in the app. (laughs) But, like, you know, you're going to want to have those basic, like, basic sort of technology and, like, how to do things. I mean, it's going to be big, but it's something that I think, as a society, we're going to want to have that, because if we don't have that in some sort of permanent media, and you could always make a backup. You can make tons of backups, like, electronically. Like, that's perfectly fine. Include other, like, shit that would be nice to have, but not necessary in them, too. Like, as well, but you're going to definitely want at least one, probably multiple, probably one for every continent. And it's going to be big, but, you know, it's going to be something that people will want, like, years from now. Like, potentially, if we ever did have a complete societal collapse, instead of, like, having to go through another 2,000 years of building everything from the fucking bared bones to, like, now, we'd be able to do it in, like, less than 100.
1: How long do you think this coronavirus is gonna last? How long do you think we're all gonna be shut down like this? At least in the states and, and America's separated states and the world.
0: Um I'm thinking probably a couple months. Really? Maybe three
1: months. Do you think we'll maybe flatten less. the curve, as they're saying?
0: I think we are now. Like I, I I think what we should be doing is like encouraging people to go and wear respirators, some variety in public.
1: Yeah, but we don't have like enough.
2: I,
3: well, you know that it's a pet. I like it depends. pet. So, so like for something like this, it's like, well, if, if a vaccine is needed, right? Like if a vaccine is eventually needed for something like this, um, or if they can find that out, then odds are, I'd probably just, I'd almost want to get people sick on purpose just so they could get sick, get over it. And then build build their build their immune system up to it up until like cuz at least it buys you some time until they can get a you know yeah, get but- a va- vaccine or whatever. I know I'm I'm not saying I'm not saying do it if it do it like I'd say do it if you if have absolutely zero contact you know, with elderly people. Well no, I'm saying if you do that if you know that a vaccine is going to need to be required, well, hold on, to get over it. If it's something, if it's something, if if this thing is something that like is going to need to be taken care of via medication, then, you know, that's another thing. But it's it's a, I think we we really don't know enough about how this whole thing is going to be taken care of. If there's going to be
1: yeah. Yeah, but so aren't you just vaccine- going to spread it to vulnerable people by catching it?
0: Well, hold on. I think the biggest, the biggest thing that will determine how long this is if we can get a vaccine or not.
1: Well, we are. We're working on one, but it's not going to be well, ready until long- next year.
0: Yeah. Well, if it's going to take a whole year for that to go down, then we might be doing this for a while. Now, if we have the whole world working on it together as a conjoined effort, we might be able to lower that significantly.
1: No, you can't. You you physically can't because it's got to be tested. That's what uh, Fauci's been saying is that we literally are going as fast as we can because, yes, everybody's working on one, but the CDC one and a lot of other ones – they are working on now, but they got to put it through testing so that you can take it and not die or have some sort of other issues. And well, that for
0: something like this, you know, we might have to cut
3: some corners.
1: Well, we're fast tracking well, it, but you can't fast track. We it are fast tracking
3: it because, well, you got you have to you have to understand that uh, under a normal under a normal vaccination that those things take years. Yes,
1: exactly.
3: A lot of those take years. We are cutting corners right now. We're doing it. Like it's already happening. And so it's going to take at best, probably a year. Um, So I I would assume that like, if you're older, go like, you're probably going to have to be quarantined a lot more than if, you know, if you're not like, (laughs) And that's going to be – that That might have to be the reality of it.
1: And the thing, One too, is – It might
0: happen, too. You know, I think at some point – because it grows exponentially. But once people have been infected, you know, and after this, you know, they have two-week-long quarantine periods where once that's done, you know, you're generally recognized as safe.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I think,
0: I think in a couple months, most people either have gotten the disease or – where the people who have become infectious will no longer be infectious. Yes, yeah. exactly. So I, think, I
1: think we're going to beat the vaccine because of the self. But we self-discipline. don't. But
3: I'm not sure. Like, do we know? Do we know though? If the if once you get like, because typically, like, like once you get mandate. sick, yeah, once you get sick, then your immune system builds up to it for a certain period period of time. Right. It, like, like the flu. Right. Like, if you get a shot, you. you You're immune to it for a little bit. Like if that's going to be the case with this thing, is it going to be the same thing? And Mm -hmm. if so, then again, are you going to want to get purposefully sick so you can get, you know, you can get through it and then you can be clear of it for however long you're going to be clear for it for. And uh, like at least until like, I don't know, they find enough of time to be able to build a vaccine for it or
1: something. I'm not going to lie. I don't even I don't know. Yeah, if like, I community. don't think anybody.
3: I'm not sure anybody knows right now. Yeah. Like, well, except for a, maybe a couple of people. That might and, also
1: be the big fear that's driving this thing, because I've said yeah. for a few weeks now, I I've never seen such a reaction to something like this. That yeah, it is probably a bit more deadly than the flu, yes, but not that much. There are other things right. that are far more, uh, they have far higher mortality rates. So I wonder if there's something they're not telling us about this virus, and that's what's driving mm-hmm. it this fear. Could be field.
0: more deadly than. Well, here's the thing too. It's like the information about been really kind of fucked up, and I think a lot of that has to go. With the Chinese who are trying to cover their ass on. Them.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: So, you know, we're having that problem. Cause so the, now we're kind of picking up the pieces and people are finally starting to realize, like, hey, you know, this this might not be what they told us it was going to be.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm afraid of, is that the Chinese have covered the... Because look, the fact that they're covering it up tells you there's something bad here. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, what is it that's bad? Is it the spread? Is it the lack of immunity? Is it the mortality rate? What the fuck is it? We don't know, really. Um, at least not yet. But I think we're going to probably beat this thing before we have a vaccine. And what I mean by that is, I think like, kind of Phil was saying is that we're going to do all this self-quarantine, this social distancing, everything shutting down, to the point that we will have, uh, I don't want to say eradicate the virus from the country, but put it under pretty tight control. That Unfortunately, people will die, people will get it, people will have problems, but in when it's all said and done, it will be mostly gone from here because it's just, we, we've gotten rid of it through that, you know? I mean, it's possible. That's probably, you know, going to be the quicker thing based on the measures we're taking, but, you know, we might have to take more drastic action. That's what's actually kind of frightening. I mean, look at how far Italy's gone how far France is starting to go on uh, all these other countries. I mean, let's, let's remember that um, Merkel, Angela Merkel, I mean, who we are obviously not fans of, she thinks 70 to 80% of the German population is going to be infected. And she's, a, I think, a physician, an ex-physician, or she has some sort of medical background. That's fucking frightening to think that 80% of a country could get infected with this. 80%. I,
2: th-
3: I think... I think that could be the case here, here too. Yeah, it could be. Um,
0: well, the different. Well, you have to consider this too. Is, we are
1: different countries. You know,
0: Ger- Germany is a lot more compact than we are. People use public transit a lot more than we do. So I think not every country is going to be the same. However, we're probably going to have. I heard between like forty and like 80, like seventy percent, which I think
1: I've heard that too.
0: Is probably more likely now for a country like Germany, where everyone are big cities. You know, she could
1: be right. Yeah, she could be. She also could I be. Mean,
3: I mean, we do have a lot of I mean, we we already do kind of have a you know, isolated life too. In our country versus everywhere else. Yeah. Like a lot of us have a lot of us have our own automobiles. Like a lot of us have our own you know, our alone places to live and you know, you, we can kind of like stay amongst ourselves. And like, if we're sick, we can kind of stay away from outside life. Whereas, you know, in Europe, there's a lot of intermingling like with, you know, public transportation and work, work environments and, you know, just public outings and stuff like that. Like there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot more co-mingling. So if one person gets sick the chances of a whole bunch of other people getting sick are really fucking high over there versus over here. I think it'd be, it'd be slower just because
1: our way of life
3: of our light, our light, our way of life is just different from there.
1: Right. I totally agree. Yeah. Cause like even in Italy, I remember like on um, American pickers when they went over there, like everybody greets each other by basically hugging each other and, it's like fake side kissing. I don't even know what to call it. Like we don't we do a handshake here, but is it, do, you, do you guys think handshaking is going to disappear? Some people say handshaking is now no, extinct. No. Uh, yeah, no. I agree. I don't think it's going away either.
0: I think I think within like kissing shit, like some countries do, that might at least temporarily go away. Now something like that that might become more permanent if these sort of things happen in the future. But uh, handshaking is pretty like it's not that bad compared to some of the other methods
1: and it's also a very like i don't know there's something that feels right about it, you know what i mean like can you imagine like going up to like an employer and doing like a fist bump or doing a fucking like arm tap like it just wouldn't feel right you know what i mean
3: no yeah. i think with i think within a year this whole thing's going to be a chapter at most a year i think I think at most a year this thing is done, like well not done, but it'll be like containable, like every every other thing out there, like the flu, like H one N one, whatever.
1: Yeah, it eventually will be. It's just it's just how long and how fatal. That's those are the two questions I think.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, I think that I think this will kind of with the vaccine sort of issue. I think this probably will end up. Teaching us lessons that are necessary for that.
1: You wanna? Like, Blair White actually had a good tweet about this. You wanna? Know who's absolutely silent right now? anti vaxxers
2: Yep.
3: That's a, that. was the. I was good. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> yeah. Like the. Yeah. I was like, oh, these fucking. I bet. I bet these fucking anti vaxxers are. <laughs> are wanting to get their vaccines now?
1: Yeah. That's just. Trust vaccines when I am actually scared.
0: Well, that's the thing, though. Like, I don't know. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. an I'll get whatever vaccines I need, I suppose. But like, I'm just concerned. Like, my only thing is I don't like the government forcing people to get yeah. shit like
2: that. You oh, know?
0: I
3: understand. See, you're thinking it. You're thinking of it in, in a different facet. Like, you're thinking of it like I don't Mandation. want the government. I don't want the government mandating or controlling what i do or how i deal with whatever i have or whatever i don't have the like some of these other people are just like that they, they just don't like believe it that vaccine or they don't believe that vaccines work despite hundreds of years of fucking research <laughs> <laughs> that
2: need,
0: pack it care. up there's, it, been really intre- like it, there's been some really interesting like if there's been some really interesting things not about.
3: everyone no okay so i can That's concede not that all. not everybody not not all the vaccines work the same or as are as effective but you know the whole va- like there are a lot of good ones
0: there yeah no, no i get that like i don't know but my only concern like yeah my, my main concern federal government mandating something, that's always yeah. been sort of my issue, because you know, this happened in, in Israel all places, like, where they actually got caught giving people what they thought was a vaccine, but it was actually a shot that would prevent them from uh, conceiving a child.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ.
0: Wow. Jesus it was like the depot shot, which, that's you know, if you awesome. don't know what that is, they'll prevent you from having kids. Yeah, but isn't for, that like, temporarily?
1: That's for... Yeah.
0: Some people, yeah, some people can have negative reactions, become infertile. Yeah. But even yeah. then, you know, they that's need to fun. give those.
3: They need to give those to liberals.
2: Hey, don't well, they well, don't they a no, plan, <laughs> dude.
0: Well, you can get that over here voluntarily,
3: but yeah, But I mean, I yeah. need to forcefully give them that shot. <laughs> well,
0: that's, well, that's the thing. Like, it's progressive. You know, I'm all fine if you want to take something, but like when you, take them, you know, you're having like fucking Kool-Aid, but it's actually arsenic. You know, maybe that's a bad example. Like you give someone like fucking uh, roast, like fucking roast beef, but it's actually like made out of like fucking vegan meat or something. I feel
3: but. like, I feel like liberals are, I feel like leftists are traitors. That's a, a, a that's what I kind of feel like. Cause I'm, I'm like, I, I, like, especially, um, and, and we were chatting about this the other day, like, There are people out there that are hoping that this president fails Yeah, in a national emergency. How fucked up in the head do you have to be to root against the leader of your country in this global, in the middle of a global pandemic? You're, you're sick in the fucking head. Like you're either, or or either you're sick in the head or you're not a part of this country. Like you're not in on this country. And so, and if that's you, Get the fuck out, right? Yes. Get out. Go to one of the hundred plus other countries out there. I'm sure one of them will be happy to take you or not. Mm -hmm. I don't know.
1: Dude, that's been pissing me off too because on September 12th, 2001, we had probably the most unifying day in American history. Now we have CNN attacking the president constantly, negative 24-7, We have people on social media tweeting hashtag worst president ever, you know, 24-7 all the time. Just constant hate. It's like, can't we just, like, put this shit aside and realize he's the man in charge that can actually help us get us out of this. And we should actually cooperate as a country and work together to, you know, get through this. And that's also, I want to mention something else, too, in regards to that, which is that, Many people think Trump can do everything. They think, "Oh, it's it, this isn't being done because of Trump. Trump didn't do this. Trump should have done that." Do you realize how much power the state governments have right now? It's the state governments that are shutting shit down. Really, a lot of this shit. Well, yeah. well, and that's also why we have the whole,
0: the uh, Tenth Amendment. You know, people yes. forget about that all the time.
1: And it's also very voluntarily, like schools. So many schools. I mean, like Penn State. Any university, they're all doing it on their own. It's not from orders from the man in the Oval Office. You know, They're just doing this because they think it's the right thing to do or they consult the CDC or whoever. Everybody thinks everything comes back to Trump. And it just yeah. doesn't. He's no. not, arguably, arguably, he has the least power of anyone in all of this. I'm not saying he does or doesn't, but that's one way to look at it when you consider all the actions that have been done by other people. And
3: the one, and the people, and the and the politicians that are creating this fucking that are helping create this fucking frenzy. What letter do they carry? What letter do most of them carry? Oh, It's Democrat. Yeah, yeah. Like you you look at look at look at Tom Wolf who's shutting all this shit down here in Pennsylvania, right? Shutting down the fucking casinos. By the way, fuck (laughs) you for that one. (laughs) All right, I'm right? fucking up my good time, man. What the hell?
1: <laughs> he's no, trying um, to he's trying to solve the gambling addiction problem in America, one step right. at a time. One one closure, one look, day I, at a time. I
3: want, all I want. Now, look, I, I I I I work, I pay my taxes, you know, I, I make all the right decisions. I don't fuck up at all. All I want is my fucking casino and you're fucking it up for me, dude. I don't care. All right. No, no I'm just kidding. Um, but, but like, but I don't understand like, like, well, no, I, I mean, I do understand it, but it's like, like you look at the Champaign, Illinois shit where they're taking, you know, they're uh, banning gun sales and shit. You're looking at the one instance where the, the guy, the guy gets shot because they're trying to red flag law. So, motherfucker. Maryland. Yeah, Maryland. Yeah, yeah, the Maryland case. Look, all of these guys; these are all uh, policies that are enforced by Democratic leaders. They're surprise, all Democrats. Well,
0: forced- yeah, see, this is my biggest concern with Red Flag. You know, and I brought this up before, and this is one of my things with the Crenshaw, which I do not support his take on that whatsoever. You know, in theory, it might seem like it's the right thing to do, but what? That those laws cause is the death of someone who was, you know, whether or not he should or shouldn't have a gun, you know, that's, you know, separate sort of thing, but he wasn't, he was asleep. You know, go and raid his house, no knock raid. You start shooting through it and it not only kills him without, you know, due process, he didn't, he, they didn't even try to get arrest. And the dude was mm-hmm. fucking asleep. They shot like his, they destroyed property. They injured his girlfriend you know, potentially, yeah, I think it may have his like parents or something too. So like, it was a citizen who was an economically productive citizen, and they just completely killed him over some fucking red flag law. Like this is they talk about gun reform. We going to have fucking police reform with this shit. Yeah. Like I'm I'm usually pro fucking police, but when you have no knock raids and shit like this, that's what really grinds my gears. You know, that, as someone who was, you know. It seemed like he was being a fine person. Whether or not you should have the guns, okay, that's a separate thing when you take a, the actual gun laws in this country and realize that people can have their Second Amendment stripped away for things which aren't even firearm or, like, you know, sexual violation, mm-hmm. Like, serious fucking issues. You know, you start doing this, and honestly, I think it makes people... See these Democrat politicians for what they really are. Fucking wolves in sheep's clothing.
1: We should have our uh, friend uh, from Penn State hold a gun march in protest of that since his last one went so well. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you know, you should have
0: that. <laughs> well, good luck in Maryland. It's probably a bad idea. But, like, I don't think Penn State's the place. Like, you know, this is something, and people talk about, like, you know, having people from different communities come together for one thing, you know, for you know, similar issues. Like I don't see why people aren't bringing this up. Like there's a lot of people who have problems with the police and I agree with them, things like this. And there's another case where a police officer shot some black dude who was like legally concealed. Like he wasn't, it was used in his car. They pulled him over and they shot him because he had a gun on him, even though he was licensed to do so. Like, you know, the firearms community needs to make a big deal about shit like this because it's becoming more and more common. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, honestly, this I, deserves a fucking protest.
1: Yeah, I I know a bunch of people on the right that actually, I don't want to say they're anti-cop, but they don't trust cops, for lack of a better term. Well, and they like bring this, up cases you know, like this a lot. Why.
0: Because stuff like this happens more, like, really once when this thing happens, is more than, and like, with the Alex Jones things, too. Like, that yeah. was a whole issue because of, you know, police officers escalating beyond what they should have.
1: Dude, what's up with cops? Because, like, when you think about it, cops you would think are Republican. They'd be cool with maybe Alex Jones or at least okay with him. And and they're in Texas and they do this shit. Like, I, I'm not going to lie. I don't well, get you'd cops. Well, you
0: surprise Texas, man, it's, it's not uh, like what everyone fucking says it is all. Like you know, you get a lot of conservative parts, but you also have some liberal parts, and you oh, have yeah. Alex Jones, and he's the. Well, you have
3: well, well, Austin, like you do have Dallas and Austin, and uh, some, some, sometimes Houston. Like you, you get some of these liberal areas, yeah. these liberal sects of the state, which, which, uh, that happens. Like in major cities, you it's everywhere. You just it's you just have that. You just have a whole bunch of people that just want. A bunch of uneducated idiots that want free shit. But like, I mean, you know, you, you know, that, the, there's, there's more to, obviously there's more to the state than that, but you know, I, I feel like, yeah, Alex Jones, you know, you're in Austin, you're in a liberal, you're, you, you know, you're a red blooded Texan, but you know, you are, uh, you are in a Your liberal options. city.
1: In a liberal city.
3: You're in a liberal city. And I mean, yeah. And to be fair, not every conservative likes him either. Yes. Like, I mean, yeah. I'm not saying that that's good or bad. I'm just saying that, you know, hey, oh, it yeah. is what it is.
1: Uh, one other thing I want to mention, because so it started making me think about these things, because I bet if, if, if anybody that is a loyal listener has made this far into the stream, Uh, you know, they will know that I'm a turning point president at Penn State, and we were planning some events with our new Uncensored America Club. We're working on that. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. I guess this is as good as mine at this point. I have some backup plans in mind and hopes and aspirations. We'll see what happens, but, dude, like, everything is so screwed up right now. Like, I don't even know if I'm going to walk in graduation at this point, even though I'm supposed to. Even with the suspension.
0: How how do you think Penn State should have handled this?
1: Okay, From I your perspective. You want to hear my hot take?
0: Yeah, if you were President Barron, let's say this was about to get on your son's spring break, what would you? have done?
1: Well, if I was President Barron, how I would have handled this is, um, I would have given a few weeks off, like he's doing. I and I, I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't. Gung-ho about this initially. I mean I I I viewed as a good compromise to what I wanted I wanted initially just let's not even have spring break. Let's just stay there But I guess that's a bit more impractical, but whatever. I think what he did was fine with the three weeks off Um, I think that sounds plenty fine. What I would do is I would say we have this time off Let's do what we can online because there's a lot of people that need to do labs Med students need to do their shit. Athletes, gym classes, and like a bunch of other classes uh, that need to be wrapped up more in person, and you do that. But uh, we come back if we if professors want to if people need to. It's kind of maybe an optional time, I guess you could say, or um, over the summer. And maybe you have to cancel summer semester. I mean, it might even get canceled anyway at this rate. But maybe you have to cancel summer semester to do this. But give people a few weeks to come back and finish their shit properly. You know, have career fairs. Have job um, opportunities. Have all that sort of shit that's been canceled. The success in the city that was supposed to happen in New York City for ad majors is all fucked now. That's a big opportunity for people to land jobs. It's not happening now. So have that, um, you know, during that, like, maybe it needs to be two weeks. I don't know. Maybe this needs to be in May, June. I don't know. We'd figure it out as the time gets closer. But that would be the game plan. And then have a a, uh, weekend for graduation. I mean, I know I'm a senior, so I'm going to be feeling this pain extra, extra hard. But all the seniors out there are feeling this pain. And it's, it's, I, look, I know the first comment that I'm going to get is, well, life's not fair, but this genuinely isn't fair, when you pay $120,000, and you don't get to fucking do graduation, I mean, that's literally just the whole point of this thing, is to get to that point, and to be robbed of that experience is, is really just tragic, honestly, and you know, people of all kinds of clubs that need to transition to new leaderships like ours does not hold elections. And I don't want to be like the CRs and have to violate our constitution or something to wrap it up and to transition to power. I mean, I don't even think a Zoom meeting would count as an in-person election, but it might be what we have to do, and I don't want to do it that way. But that's what I would do if I was President Barron. I would put the university on pause like the rest of the world is doing, do what we can online, Come back for a few weeks. Maybe it's optional. We can do career fairs. We can do all kinds of stuff. Graduation. Wrap things up. Transition to clubs. Do your big events like we want to do. And everybody would be happy. It would be postponing the end of the year. And it's worth it, honestly. I mean, maybe even do it in the fall. I I, I don't know at this point, but just fucking do it. You know? What do you think of that?
0: I think there's a lot of good stuff in there. I mean, for me, I probably brought up some of this. I would definitely offer some some substantial refunds for people who lived on campus. I'd have an immediate refund. Like, first, I'd acknowledge that this probably isn't going to blow over within, like, within a month or two. Like, this is probably going to end up at, like, at least May at the earliest, so I would have people – come back and I'd go and have it so that people coming back home, they'd be given a time slot specifically for them and they'd work, they'd have some administration people work with these students to find the most equitable uh, time frame to come back and get all their stuff because that's most likely what's going to happen. I would then, you know, if you had a door, I would go and uh, prorate it. So, you wouldn't have to go and pay anything for the time that you weren't in your dorm. I would refund the student activity fees. I'd prorate activity fees, prorate. You know, I'd completely remove the gym membership fee you had to go and pay since you're not able to go and use the gym. Or I maybe even have an option like within reason for, you know, certain things. Like maybe try to go and work out a deal with YMCAs of people who live nearby if they really want to access. But I mean, honestly, now it's probably not a good time. Just prorate that. Gyms are already um, closed. Yeah, so that's, you know, that would be prorated because they can't access that. If you had a parking pass, mm. you know, if you lived on campus or off, because those could be substantial, I would I would just refund the whole fucking fee for that, honestly, or at least prorate it. Um, for tuition, I would go and move the, uh, I'd just go and change it. So I'd only be paying for the World Campus fee. Because, you know, especially since so much activities towards, like, the final, I'd just remove, like, even if you did do some of your classes on campus, it should be entirely moved to the same fee as World Campus. I due agree. To disruption. And you should have the option, if you failed a class that was changed to online, you should be able to have the option to go and retake it during the uh, fall semester and be credited for you're like you shouldn't have to go pay extra to go and retake it. Because some people, you know, they don't learn very effectively online. They didn't sign up for that. So if they end up failing, you know, and they actually tried, that should definitely be part of that. You know, if they if they had a significant problem with their living arrangements, like some people they might not have anywhere else to go. Like there's students out there who aren't your traditional students who were counting on this as a place to live. They should be given their dorm as an option if they have nowhere else to go
1: well that because, is i think an option for some people right now
0: so i would definitely like if he's doing that now perfect like especially for international students but like even if you're not international if you don't have anywhere else to go it should still be a thing um honestly whatever remaining funds you have for your your uh, dorm, like your food if you lived on campus you should have two options one you should be able to have a complete refund of whatever remaining amount you have. That'd be option one and two. You should be able to have it roll over into the next year if you so choose to, which is not going to be applicable to everyone, but it'd be an option if you know you want. To, if you know you're going to be living on campus next year. Because here's the thing: it's not even just seniors who'd be affected by that. Like, because a lot of people they just live their first you know year on campus because you're required to, and the next year they want to get off campus. So those people might not have a reason to keep that, you know, meal plan. So they should be able to have that completely refunded, or if they wanted to, you know, just have it roll over. Same thing for Lion cash. Um, if you had books, you know, that you rented or whatever, and you're not going to be able to go back to campus to return those, they you should have the be mail. what?
1: Well, I, a lot of these places, like um, the bookstore here, you can mail them, and I don't know if they cover it. But that's what they should, Penn State should offer.
0: Well, yeah, that should definitely be covered. Um, Yeah, that's another thing with the mail. There should be a free forwarding to students if they returned home. Now, that's, and that's probably going to be expensive, but, you know, it should happen. Or they should have some way where you could sign up for a service where you can go and, like, scan your mail or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that'd be, like, that definitely won't be possible for packages. But, like, you know, Penn State, should be responsible for getting that mail sent to you. So like even for international students, that's not fair to them. Um, You know, definitely they should be making extra advisors available. Like, I don't know how that even works. Like if you want to meet with your advisor.
1: They're doing them Zoom sessions right now.
0: All right, so that's, you know, that seems to be fine, but they should make more advisors available, especially for seniors and people who had internships because these are trying times, you know. And you might not have an internship and certain graduation requirements. Cause I know like I have a friend of mine who was, you know, on the air the one week. You
1: know, mm, the lost episode.
0: <laughs> I'm going to have to go and talk to him. We can see if he can come on at some point again. But yeah. um, no, like, you know, his major, they had to go and get like one time, th- you know, working in the hotel industry. Now, thankfully his was already done by the time this whole coronavirus Thing came about, but some people might not have that done. And so, if you were like near there, they should go and work to go and make sure that you're able to get those done whenever this thing passes. That might include like extending visas. And if there's any fees associated with that, Penn State should bear the cost of that because that wasn't their choice. Right. If you were a student worker and you counted on your, you know, on campus job to go and make money to go and pay for rent for off campus housing. Really, anything they should be paying you at least like two thirds of what you would have been making on an average to go and flip you until you know this whole thing like until you're you would have already like went back home for the summer anyway, because that's you know that's how people were dealing with that, you know, that's what they were expecting, that's what they were given, so that should definitely be part of that. yeah, no, and I think for summer session, they should, at least for the foreseeable future, have that go to World Campus entirely until this thing can be 100%, you know, back to normal. I
1: might and, be doing for that. Grad-
0: and for graduation, they should give you the option of um, walking in the in either the fall, the fall semester mm. or in the summer semester with everyone. Like, they should give you the option to go and walk. And if you're an international student, they should provide some form of uh, visa assistance for them to come back over here. Maybe even pay for the fucking flight, like an economy class flight. Like work something out, run a fucking plane for like everyone within your country who's a Penn State student, like who's graduating this year to get them like a discount rate for that. If, you know, maybe even free because they weren't able to go and walk and everyone deserves Yeah, that's. I mean, it's, it's definitely not going to be cheap, but you know, we need to do something. They should probably work with the athletic department to get like for sports because some people, if this was their senior year, they miss their whole fucking season. Yeah. They should go and see like work with yeah. the other Big Ten schools and other people to go and like.
3: Some of these and some of these people have like professional aspirations. Like yeah yeah. So you know, like, with some of these sports, it's like they got a lot riding on it. You know where. You know, like the basketball, like basketball, college basketball, like all of these guys are, you know, anticipating maybe getting drafted or going to pro tryouts or something like that. And it's like, this is throwing a wrench into all of it. And well, you know, while, while it's hard to feel entirely sorry for somebody looking to make millions a year, like that's that's their, that's their prerogative. Like, look, that's their thing. And this, you know.
0: Yeah, and, and and you know Penn State should give them the option where if they wanted to, they should be able to go and like, if like if you really really wanted to, you should be able to leave off at this point in the semester, you know, just be done with that until fall, and then be able to go back with no additional charges in the in the fall, because like especially for people like that, or maybe work out a deal where you know, where you still have like one more season left, something because. And you maybe not doing the whole like, you know, just stop and drop, but like maybe give it so that people who would have graduated and had certain events like you know, give people free admission, like alumni who would have graduated, free admission to career fairs, career services in the fall when things resume. Uh People who are athletics work something out with the other schools so that those athletes would be able to go and attend you know, the fall semester, like, during the fall seasons or the spring seasons of next year. Like, you know, work within the system to go and create an exception, because this was an exceptional case. This is
1: beyond exception. That's what's pissing me off when I see, like, the University of Michigan canceling graduation. I'm like, Jesus, like, those poor kids. Well,
0: well, they, they should just go and move it to the next available semester to walk and just have everyone go that semester if possible. Yeah. And if they're unable to do that, due to whatever reason, you know, you're going to want to, um, you know, find some way to compensate people.
1: Yeah, and I think the other thing, too, is that, you know, I mean, like you mentioned with the internship things and these um, other opportunities, but even like some of the extracurriculars, like they, Penn State canceled the blue and white game. Imagine if you're a senior and you're like, oh, this could going to be my last blue and white game, or I've never been to one, I want to go to this one. And now you can't. Like, I think they should do something over the summer that's kind of special and unique, where we kind of finish our semester over the summer. Because, look, people's travel plans are already fucked. And if they we, do the, have the some... Problem ra- with,
0: the problem with that, though, is people might have internship jobs. And- will
2: they?
1: I mean... Yeah, they might how, have, how are you an have one if you can't go to a career fair.
0: Well no, I mean if you, like see you mentioned you already got like accepted to an internship. Like that's people... true,
1: but it was a lucky, 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 lucky case where I well, happen to go to. people go might to have a...
0: jobs, you know, like when I was I got like my internship when I was in the fall semester for the summer of that year. Yeah. I mean it's pretty common for like seniors either have internships or jobs in the summer, but there should be an option where they have You know, like maybe a week or something, and they'd have cheap. Like you can rent out, like maybe during the summer, a week in the summer, or like right after, call it like in the late spring or whatever. Rent out, like have after everyone leaves the dorms, like have it so that there'd be no people on campus. Rent out the dorms for a very cheap rate for one week, where you can go and do all the senior events, like all the major senior events, like they have the uh, that music thing. I forget the name of it where they have all the bands come out.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, is it like a bow the bands sort of thing?
0: Nah, it was like onward or it wasn't onward, but like you ma- you mentioned that a while ago where they had canceled.
1: Oh yeah, I I think Move I know what you're talking about. Yeah, moving on. Yeah, See, they should I-
0: have they should have something like that open. You yeah. know, like where they have like during the summer maybe, you know, late summer. Try to go. Do one of those, pull one of those, pull the blue and white game, and like all these like major like career fairs and stuff all during that week if you if it's possible.
1: Absolutely, and I then think have it, employers what? should. I think employers should be understanding of this, and they should be a little bit more lenient on when you have to come. You know, when they hire you, when you have to start your internship or work or whatever, because there's so many people in this boat, and it's like I mean, come on. You only live once. You're only going to have one senior year. Just fucking let people enjoy it.
0: Well, that's what, and that's why I'd go and like let people do. You know, I'd go and have people so they'd have the option to go and do those events during the summer. And you would be able to go and rent a or something for like a week. And they'd charge a very reasonable rate, like maybe, you know, like 200 or something for a week. I don't know how much would be appropriate.
2: Yeah. Like
0: basically at cost, you know, and have like, if you did have your meal points and you still want to go and use them there, like maybe actually charge like a fair market rate for the food at the dorms, just so you can have like one last going away sort of thing for that one week. Have career fairs have definitely have advisors over there. Just so like, if you have any special concerns, like last minute, we can do that. But I think, honestly, they should give you an option, like, where if you're a senior right now and you want to just go and wait for another semester, just to go and, like, give you, like, a 50% discount or something, if you just go and do it during the fall.
1: Well, I think what's, another thing I thought, too, when I was driving back in the car today, is, like, there's a bunch of friends that I may not be able to say goodbye to, like, for me. I know it's a small thing, but it's, like... I don't think Penn State or a lot of these universities quite realize yet just all the big and little things that seniors uh aren't getting because of this, and it's like, look, this is a one this is a freak exception like we should for this one year accommodate for this i mean it's it's i I don't like when I see these universities just flat out cancelling certain things. Kind of cold heartedly. It's like I understand this is a pressing time we need to do all these quarantines and shutdowns, but can you give it some thought and can you at least say we're still going to have these things at a later date, hopefully?
0: Yeah, they should be able to do it. I don't see why Penn State can't figure something out. I mean, it's Penn State. You know, they're world class institution. And there should definitely be some refunds because – and it should be not just the, you know, straight-up proration. There should be some extra because this is a lot of hardship that a lot of people are having. Like, national students, they're going to have a real tough time, yeah. you know. So there should definitely be some form of compensation for
2: this.
1: Yeah, I just think – I mean, Penn State hasn't handled it well, but they haven't handled it as terribly as – other places have, so I do give them that, but... I don't know, They
0: I haven't heard anything back, at least, and that's, you know, especially, they they should, like, the meal plan thing, that's egregious.
1: Well, but the thing with meal plans that they're not mentioning, and I don't get why, is they changed the policy recently where you can, at the end of the semester, get all your money back. And I don't know why it's not being mentioned, but that's how I understood their policy change. So you should be able to theoretically just get all your meal points back and be done with it.
0: Yeah, no. I mean you should be able to get back now. You know, you were counting on that money to go and pay basic all your meals for the rest of the semester.
2: Yeah. You know,
0: like if you were actually like a struggling student, you might need that money to go and buy actual food for your house. You know, or maybe even like you know, something like that. Maybe even sign up for like one of those like delivery, where they deliver like Blue Apron or something. They should at least give you that money back. They should make those funds available immediately. And like I don't see, like honestly, I never really like Penn State's um, meal point system because like other school, like other schools would just give you straight up meals. Like, I don't see why Penn State couldn't do that. Like, over here, it's, like, this weird, like, cash system, but you the school takes at the end of the year.
1: Yeah, well, no, but they, they, they changed that policy. And I want to double-check that, but I remember very clearly seeing that they changed that policy, where they don't take at the end of the year anymore. But it is a weird system, because you get, as a student, like, a big discount. And if you're a non-student you don't, I don't, really get the point of that I bet there is some point that I just don't get but you know that's how I understand it yeah like I
0: never understood how they dealt with that cause like if you I mean if you've eaten their food before it's nothing special but the prices they charge if you're not a non student they're like astronomical like when, yeah. I, remember when I was a student, I was looking to go and eat there on campus one day and it was like I've been paying close to $20 for fucking dorm food like you know I could go to a fucking buffet an all-you-can-eat buffet, which honestly has food of about the same quality. Like, they had one brunch place up over there at a country club, and it was, like, $15 for Sunday brunch, and it was, like – I mean, I've had the Sunday brunch at Penn State. It's good, but, like, this place was, like, fucking, like, really fancy, and it came with, like, I think one or two free drinks, which itself probably would have been, like, $6. You know, it was, like, alcoholic drinks. So, like, you know, it came with, like, a fucking Bloody Mary or, like, mimosa – and then you got like straight up. Uh, I think there was like chicken parmesan. They have they make some shit, which you know, they they'll make omelets like these omelets. They do you know stuff they wouldn't do over at Penn State. And it was cheaper than if I would have paid for the Sunday brunch. I think uh, as a non-student, Cause I think what is it for Sunday brunch if you're a non-student? I know it's not cheap. I think it's like seventeen dollars or something. And you don't get the drink.
1: Yeah, yeah, Penn State's prices have always been pretty pretty egregious with the meal plans and the dining. I mean, I like the convenience, I like doing it, I just wish they were fair about it, but it's university, they rape you out the ass for, like, every fucking call. Well, the thing
0: is, it's not even, like, a privately run college, but, like, looking at some of the fees over here, you'd think it fucking was, with all the fees you pay out there, too, and, like... Isn't it true, like, for the campus dining, you have to go and pay, like, $1,200 that you don't even see? Like, it goes just to go and pay the
1: workers? I think so, actually.
0: So, like, how does that make any sense? Isn't that, like, why you pay for food? Like, the gun pay for the workers? Like, how can Penn State be so, like, egregiously expensive, but then you have, like, other businesses that have, you know, that are meant to make a profit? where they cost less than what Penn State's paying. You know, like, how the fuck does that make sense? Where Penn State's, like, more expensive than the fucking market. Yeah. You know, it should be cheaper, if anything. It should be subsidized, you know, because it probably is subsidized to a certain extent by all the money Penn State gets. It's not meant to make a profit. It's meant to go and feed students.
1: Yeah.
3: Well, no, you have... You have to pay for all these high-priced executives that work there.
1: <laughs> hey, oh, Barron's only the third highest-paid CEO, whatever it is. <laughs>
3: oh, yeah, and you'd expect for someone
0: who's the third highest-paid CEO, like he was specifically brought on because of the Sandusky thing, he should know something about crisis management. But what I'm seeing over here is not indicative of that. You know, it seems almost like, you know, some people they thought this would sound like a good idea, so they tried it. but you know it's really not that great their whole uh, take on this
2: mm-hmm. from
0: what I've seen. like it it I expected more out of Penn State, and that's you know, that's pretty sad when you see how grave an institution they were, you know they've done they, Penn State, you know, as much as I give them they, they've done a lot of good things, they've done some bad things. But all in all, you know, I was happy I I spent my time and money there. Now, you know, looking back on it, I think my branch campus was a lot more efficiently run. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it wasn't that bad with what Penn State was was doing, you know. And I like my degree. It holds weight. I've seen other universities that cost more that give out less. Like, you know, I definitely think there's – there's some things over here that could have been done better. Like, especially with this crisis. Like, they really dropped the ball on it. And and that's kind of another thing, too. It's like, you know, we were talking about this earlier with the CCSG. Like, it's funny that the fucking Commonwealth campuses are the only ones, like, actually making a big deal about it.
1: Yeah, they're raising
0: hell. Like, where the fuck's EPOA during all this? You know, they're the undergraduate, you know, whatever is the undergraduate... <laughs> student government over here and they're giving less of a shit than they
3: we we've said Campus. this we've said this many times before. UPUA is the most useless fucking organization in Penn State. Yeah. There is no like if look if all of them uh took a Cavorkian cocktail, it would change nothing within the student body. Like, it, well, nothing nothing would change. In fact, might even improve.
1: I was going so to say.
3: And I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think people on the under, like, UPUA
0: actually get, like, some sort of stipend.
1: Really? For what?
0: Yeah, I was told this. When I was in uh, Soon Garmin, because we were joking, we were, like, we were talking about stipend, why the fuck not? But, like, yeah, I'm, I'm under, it's like, there's a certain stipend, especially for, like, the e-board. And you know, I'm trying to get fact fact check this.
1: Um, I just found Oops. some small news, by the way, mm. that would have been nice to have known, but whatever. Um, mm-hmm. This is from the Collegian Penn State extends temporary access to dorms. If students were unable to retrieve items from their dorms this past Friday, Sunday, and are not able to do so on Monday, Penn State Housing has given students extended access to their dorms. Uh, during this period of online classes blah, 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 blah. oh you can do it during the entire next three weeks
0: well that's great So they, see like this is fucking you know uh,
3: yeah yeah that sounds about right that sounds yeah, about right they
0: should have thought about this beforehand
1: cause here's the thing I don't I think, you know what this is telling me though? That they're not reopening.
0: Oh, yeah, of course not.
1: That's what this is telling me because if they're going to let people go in during those three weeks, spread all those germs, contaminate everything, I mean, what's the difference between people being there, honestly?
0: Yeah. Oh my god, I'm I'm fucking on UPUA's website. They don't even have like fucking um an a valid certificate. You're or like it's not like HTTPS. Your connection to the site is not private. Oh that's great.
1: Mm. I feel I feel at home now, I feel comfortable.
0: You had to get an ass zone, but I heard that they had a stipend and they got some sort of money for this. And I have not seen them really bring this like really any sort of issues. Like these people, they do so much less. And like in general, like you know, University Park as a whole is pretty much Hey
3: hey, hey 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 they did condemn Sean's event. Okay, let's let's let's. Oh yeah, so although they, they do, they, is like, you can't <laughs> say they didn't do it. You can't say they don't do anything because they're worse than doing yeah.
0: nothing. They just don't have polit. Like they, they
1: virtue signal.
3: They lots of virtue thing. signaling. That's
1: very powerful. That's important mm-hmm. work that I let's be honest, nobody else in university is doing.
0: Oh yeah, and then thing too is like a bunch of people in there. They're involved in like. Psych- freaky, like, secret, like, fucking organizations on campus. So it's like the fucking Illuminati.
1: Yeah, like Skull and Bones.
0: Dude, Dude,
1: I was getting some red pills on that shit. We're probably gonna get killed after this, and our channel's gonna be taken down, and I'm not gonna get a diploma. But, I was talking to somebody that knows about that shit, and he was getting some inside knowledge on sort of the drama that unfolds. And, Skull and Bones um, is obviously the establishment elitist, but there is a sort of unofficial secret society that's anti-establishment that's fighting Skull and Bones. And I was getting told about a lot of this right before break, literally the last day when we were leaving. I don't know what that's going to look like now because they're not going to have... Here, that's something else. How are UPUA elections going to happen? I bet they're concerned about that but I bet they might not be at the same time because now Skull and Bones might rake shit more. But there's basically two forces here. There's the establishment Mm -hmm. Skull and Bones and this anti-establishment people. They're forming like a coalition to get into UPUA. It's actually fascinating, but I... am
0: surprised they didn't reach out to you beforehand.
1: Well, they didn't really reach out to me. I kind of started talking to somebody that was kind of... Asking for help from us, and then gave me a little insight on the drama. I don't know how significant they think I am.
0: Uh, hey, man, you brought fucking some people to campus that I wouldn't. You know that that's a that I would not think anyone else would be able to handle that.
1: Well, we were gonna bring one more, and we're gonna see how that goes. But God, that I really. My senior book feels just incomplete, so incomplete. Especially if we don't do that, like that needs to fucking happen. Oh, it looks like Collegians already writing articles about how um, Penn State students are taken to Twitter, worried about graduation getting canceled.
0: Oh uh, yeah, I saw an article about that.
1: Good. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's a it's a real big thing. You know, your whole fucking senior year was kind of screwed over now you're pretty much just in this like limbo until you you graduate on paper and then you're off to college like i i really do feel for you and the rest of the students like you know i'm glad i mean my senior year after the first semester you know after the trump election it wasn't really i don't know it kind of took a back burner and then i was all like oh i can't wait to." You know, there's some regrets i had but
1: somebody you know, uh sent out a tweet on this article it was posting this article. It says graduation about to be like, and it shows the Call of Duty ceremony, a funeral, and it says press F to walk across stage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, they really kind of robbed that from you. And you know, I don't really know. I mean, there's a lot of things Pence that really doesn't have. The... There's a lot of things that did have where they could done things.
1: My problem is. You know, I get everybody doesn't know what's going on, I get the confusion, I get that it's hard to predict yada yada, but there needs to be more communication, because that's what I quickly noticed right around the time they are making this announcement, was when people are panicking, they're worried, they're confused, and when they don't know what's going on, that just heightens it to another level. That That exasperates the panicking and the hysteria. The only way to calm things down to keep people happy is to communicate more and to have a plan of some sort. Be like, hey, look, we wanna have graduation, but if push comes shove, we will probably look into these options. Like just tell them tell us what the like uh, what, what you guys are thinking. Don't just kinda leave it all mysterious so we're all worried. You know, like work with us. Like to me this has gotta be a two-way street. They, Penn State seems to act like it's a one-way street, and that kind of annoys me.
0: Yeah, they just say, hey, it's my road or no. Yeah. Honestly, I'm surprised no one's, like, brought up any legal issues here because some of these things that they're like really dropping the ball on, like any sort of like refunds, partial or not, you know, those should be brought to the table because, frankly, they deserve some sort of fucking refund for this.
1: Yeah. And I think also, um uh oh yeah, you'll like this. There were people stocking up at the creamery today. There's like a picture of somebody oh I can actually just send this shit to you, what am I doing? Um, it like of of a, a fucking like a basket full of like ice cream. And actually I should have gotten one well the stores were closed anyway, but one of the stores had a March Madness twenty twenty t shirt should have grabbed that, because that would have been fucking, like, iconic in a weird way. Mm. Yeah, this shit's crazy.
0: Yeah, that's a shame that all this stuff's going on.
1: They just need to handle it fairly, because it's like, when something is out of your control and fucks everything up, you know, you can't really... Like when you be unfair, about, like it's really gonna annoy people the wrong way. When you when there's ways you can handle this, because there's a lot of time over the summer. Some people's internships, you know, it'll start in May and they end like in June, July, or whatever the fuck. Like, just think of a time that'll work best for most people, or give multiple times. I don't know. Like, you can do a lot here.
0: Yeah, I feel you. You know, this this whole thing. I don't know, it's just frustrating seeing Penn State do this. Like, just for, you, for your guys' sake, you know, it's...
1: Yeah, I'll send you the... Here's the image of the lines at my dorm, but the, this was before I got there. I don't know where they were... Oh, I guess they were lining up the Commons desk. Well, it turns out, I think they might change it after this. But it looked like they were giving people keys to go into their place or into the dorms. When I got there, they said, like, yeah, it's open. You can just swipe in and go in.
0: Yeah, yeah I guess they thought this was a smart idea. Put a bunch of people in a crowd location when there's a virus outbreak.
1: <laughs> yeah, and all the stores downtown are closed. Like, when I go talk about Urban Outfitters, when I was there, nothing looked open. It was a ghost town it looked like everything was shut down
0: i feel bad for students that paid for like off-campus housing.
1: yeah yeah my um uh, my girlfriend was talking about that she's gotta pay quite a few pretty pennies for not living there now i mean that's that's rough
0: was it like did they offer any sort of deal
1: not to my knowledge yeah i told her that i would Mention that i would complain about that because you, you can get other people to too because this sort of shit yeah. needs to be dealt with
0: i mean they i mean this is a little bit different than on campus though yeah. i mean on campus you'd have more of a recourse
1: but if you're not living on mm. campus you're kind of screwed with yeah if you signed a lease saying i'm gonna be paying for these months
0: but at least with like if you last one good thing i guess with dorm is you might be able to get some of that money back
1: might be. We'll see, but those contracts are pretty stingent, too.
0: Well, I mean, if they don't want you living there, though, that seems a little bit... I don't know. I think if enough people complain, Penn State has more money to go. They can take the hit because if they don't, it's going to hurt them reputationally. If some, like, bullshit, like, fucking housing place does, doesn't do that, no one's going to care. Penn State itself does and Then people are going to fucking consider that. Like that's that's the thing.
1: Oh, breaking news! Andrew Gillum announces plans to enter rehab for alcohol abuse. <laughs> there you go. Uh, for fucking meth abuse. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say wrong for substance. Or gay hooker abuse. <laughs> and also, um, uh, yeah, there was a dem debate uh, where I mean, Biden. Maybe, and... I haven't
0: watched that. I have to watch that when I when we get done.
1: Oh, that was the thing. You have Disney Plus. You need to watch Rise of Skywalker because they released it early because oh, people shit. are stuck inside. We can finally review that shit. Oh, I
2: think it
0: just ran out. But oh, I'll really? to, I can Yeah, I can re-up it. Like right. a fucking month or something. i have to do that.
1: Yeah, you gotta see what that shit show. I'm just scrolling through Twitter right now. Do you have any more
0: comments on our shit?
1: I oh, I should check actually close it to run things quicker let's see because I was streaming some minecraft while we were doing it to see if that would um, draw any interest and it seemed to actually uh, is this being done on d live or on YouTube run to YouTube um I, I don't know if I can do both at once but you know I I tried YouTube tonight since that's where our main housing is Yeah, this is crazy. Like, it is the other thing, too, is, like, with the coronavirus, it's really the only thing everyone's talking about, you know?
0: Well, yeah, because it's fucking taken up their whole lives.
1: Yeah. Never seen anything like it.
0: Well, speaking of uh, Democrats, you see what happened with the virtual town hall from Joe Biden?
1: Oh, God, that was such a boomer, like, clusterfuck. I mean, that was just an absolute calamity. Like, he... He didn't, he was, like, walking off, like, the screen at one point, like, walking off set, and he had, like, cut to, like, a title, graphics. I was like, oh, God.
0: You didn't even know what fucking year it was. Like, I don't see how Noah, like, see, if he ends up getting the fucking domination, which I think is pretty likely now. Oh, he's got it already, yeah. He's gonna, like, Trump can really rip him a new one about some of this.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he can really, um,
0: Because, uh, like, he literally seems like he got that disorder, uh, dementia or whatever.
1: Yeah, I think it's really gonna, um, it, his age is his biggest problem, and I think it's only gonna get worse for him
0: find his like see with Sanders like he looks a lot healthier like he doesn't seem like he's got fucking late like early stage dementia like middle stage dementia I mean well you know more about fucking dementia stages but like
3: yeah uh I I seeing the de- seeing the debate though like our I was watching the uh Steven Crowder um debate stream and. I saw, um, Ber- Bernie said something like, uh, they, they were questioning each other. And then Bernie was like, you should go and look on the YouTube. And I'm like, the YouTube. What are you? <laughs> uh, never mind."
0: It's fucking like, see that stuff. That's fine. But like, when you start like not know, like giving the wrong person, like, thank you for my nomination to the Senate or thank you to the not like, we're voting for this other guy who's not me for president or Trump. <laughs> you know, Trump's mm-hmm. going to beat us. Like, we're admitting that shit.
1: <laughs> oh, like, pretty... here's the thing. is like when he's in the debate against Trump, like right now nobody really pounces on his goof ups. But when he has Trump there, every time he goofs, Trump is just going to pounce on it and rip him and just be a savage with it he's going to savage him in a debate.
3: I think they're going to try to, I think they're really going to try to like, um, I think these mainstream media networks are really going to try to like camouflage their questioning or whatever, just to try to keep, him, keep Trump at bay. Cause yeah. like, like I think they'll tip they'll tip Joe off on the questions and then they'll kind of yeah like it
1: even if they you. do he's
0: gonna he's gonna fuck it up because mm-hmm. he's yeah 11.
3: but but he's not gonna fuck it up as much that's the thing like they're they they know I think they know that he's a sick and shit I think they know he's fucking to fuck it up so they're gonna they're gonna try like hell to like at least make Joe fuck up less or give like set Donald Trump up for failure to where Joe doesn't look as bad but I mean he'll he'll still look bad but he just won't like if they can keep it kind of equal looking maybe maybe Joe stands a chance because if it because like as it stands right now it it's looking pretty bad
1: I don't know I'm not trying to switch topics here but I don't know if you guys knew about this yet all restaurants and bars in New York City will be closed for mm-hmm. eight weeks.
3: Oh, that's mm-hmm. fucked that. Eight. Well, they already did that in oh. like a,
0: Ohio and a couple other states.
3: Dude, they closed down Bourbon Street. Oh, that that is a fucked that is a fucked scenario right there. Oh, they're gonna have some issues. Mid mid-Mart, you're gonna close. You're going to close Bourbon Street mid-March? Are you out of your fucking mind?
1: Well, there's
0: going to be fucking
3: riots, I think,
0: in the next few
1: weeks. I think people are going to start to go crazy. Because I'm not going to lie. Around when the Penn State... I just, I'm, I'm pulling a bind. The Penn State... When Penn State said they were closing. And it was... A lot of things were going on that day. Like, I had to help my girlfriend with something really important. And that announcement was coming. And... I like right when that hit. I was wondering like all the things that are changing now. How am I gonna do this? How am I gonna do that? Because um, there's something like classes where I'm just like, okay, professors will figure that out. But you know, you start to go a little crazy, just just a tiny, 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 tiny bit. And I don't know if it's the stress or if it's the worry, the fear, the hysteria, whatever you want to call it. You you get a little, a little. If you, you don't quite feel like yourself, and I think there's going to come a breaking point where people are so sick and tired of this, that this new normal isn't, it's kind of driving them insane. And I think some people are going to go a little crazy. And I think you're going to see some really crazy things happen. I, I don't know what, I don't know.
0: I think there's some new like, you know, once they start like closing all the, some people are used to like living this remote life. Some people want,
1: well, when people can't get certain things, it's like the Joker said, when it chips are down, civilized people will eat each other. And, you know, that's what you kind of see with these... I mean, these stores will probably restock, I guess. I think they will be. But what if they didn't? What if something stops? I mean, people would go nuts.
0: Yeah. No, I, I get you.
1: Like, we have a really weird future ahead of us. Like, it's really... Dystopian in a way. It's really, it's like I said, something out like of a movie. It's crazy. Um, one thing I didn't, I this is totally off topic, but nobody's mentioned uh really anywhere because of the coronavirus. But right around this time, r the Donald on Reddit has been totally, like, qu- it, something weird happened to it where like the mods. I don't know if they got, there were like some fake shill mods in there. And so they had to kind of do some extreme vetting on their mod team. I don't know if Reddit or somebody else was putting them in there, but now nobody uses the sub anymore for some reason. I I forget why, but like I'm looking at like for the past few days, you just see 12, 13 days old. And so they had to put stuff on a brand new website. Like it's pretty crazy what happened. R slash the Donald. I
0: don't know, it's fucking Reddit. I don't trust Reddit.
1: I don't either, yeah. but it was a big community of almost eight hundred thousand people subscribed to it. It was very influential and dude, it's crazy what Reddit did to it. What did you did you read that statement by the way that um CCSG released um that was actually a statement from Penn State on updating the Refunds.
0: Yeah, I I saw which one was that was it when was it made?
1: Oh did I not post this? I I might not have posted this, sorry. Was this today? Yes. This was
0: today. I did not see that one out of our time.
1: Yeah, read it carefully, but this is what they said. It was it sounds like it's a statement from Penn State.
0: You see my inquiries? you understand the concern once CS and families to know we will do this. That might take different forms to be determined currently. All right, well, that's not going to help you.
1: Yeah, this fall 2020 credit bullshit.
0: I'm um, Once we have more certainty, we will determine the proceed as this virtual turnout for me to a financial emergency for some students in the Since I first to talk to these people. Yeah, you need to go and start bringing the get, like your fucking graduating class get in on this because they should like you guys like that's not going to help you.
1: Yeah, that's what Unless people you are You go back the to Penn State
0: for one more semester? Which
1: hey, maybe. Yeah, that's the one. Like, there's so many comments and you're saying that. Yeah, I know uh, they mentioned different options, but fall 2020 credits doesn't work for graduating students. All this refund stuff just sounds like the university is making it more complicated than it needs to be. Either refund students the money or don't. Yeah. And look, I'll be patient, but like, again, Penn State needs to be communicating better.
0: Yeah, you shouldn't have to go through like fucking CCSG to go and get this stuff. They should be sending out mass emails.
1: And they don't even need to really, even necessarily say what their solution is. Just say, "Look, we we know this is your concern. We understand that, and we're gonna look into it and find the solution." You gotta pace and lead. You gotta get, you know, you gotta kind of go with the flow that we're on here. Get on our wavelength.
0: Yeah, like I don't know. You guys need like fucking have a protest. Like, fucking mass protests of your graduating class.
1: Dude, I could see if if graduation ceremonies are canceled, there will be riots. And I will probably join them.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, it, no, it fucking makes sense. Like, with what you guys have had to deal with. You know, I, I couldn't blame you guys, because this is honestly something. They need to be doing stuff quicker. Like, you know, the way that they've been handling these things has been, frankly asinine and childish and they need to go and like start really talking dollars and cents
1: oh, it feels like, like they, they really don't care about the students that's what really annoys me it's like oh oh well fuck you deal with it
0: but when I get there there's a major virus out there but, you know a lot of people this is their last semester
1: yeah exactly I love these memes, though, that people have made, like, the one with the Willow Preacher. It says, um, the Willow preacher showing up on Monday and it's an empty house. <laughs> There's some Spicers in here.
0: Oh, well, see, maybe you, know, maybe you can go to grad school.
1: <laughs> I don't want to spend it. I want to finish what I started. It's not Kylo Brand, but I do want to finish what I started at Penn State complete the mission, and then move on. I don't want to do any more school after this. I want to cause chaos in the real world. <laughs> if any other Penn Stateers are watching this stream, please comment below, cause I'm feeling your pain. Oh my gosh, just absolutely insane what's happening. I've never seen anything like this. I don't know if we're going to see anything quite like this again in our lifetimes. We might might see worse.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm concerned about.
1: It's the economic impact that's really concerning me. Yeah,
0: no, did we, did we ever get any more comments? Nope. How many people
1: do we have watching us at... It so says we currently have two viewers. If you are listening or watching this show right now, please comment. We would love to interact with you. Genuinely. I know we're both getting a bit tired and probably going to log off soon, but we can go for a little little more. What's, what's your work? What Actually, how has this been affecting your work?
0: Um. So, starting uh, not this week... Not like we're gonna have, like, two-week work-from-home
1: shifts. Are they starting this week?
0: Uh, for some people. They're staggering
1: it. See, here's the thing. I'm surprised by that, because I've been hearing from multiple people that this week is one of the most critical periods. That's why they've been shutting all this shit down. It's because apparently that's when, I guess, either the peak happens or the time when this shit can spread really badly... I, I'm almost surprised PNC isn't doing remote. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Don't don't mention that.
1: Oh, yeah.
3: Have to edit that.
1: You didn't hear that. Yeah, we can edit these live streams. It's all good.
0: Yeah, no, but um, yeah, we have a certain. Well, no, like they're staggering it. Like some people I think might be completely remote, but due to the nature of what I do over here, you know you know we realistically probably could be doing some of this completely remote, like they do it in two week shifts, like our building's secure enough, where it's not gonna be a, a major risk.
1: Nike's closing all their u s retail stores,
0: well, like for retail and stuff, you know for like shoes, that makes sense, but like for Walmart and stuff, that's gonna be an interesting case mm. so you know they're gonna be I guess
1: they're now. considered somewhat essential
0: yeah like Nike not as much but like Walmart
1: yeah well we were at the um sheets today and I have to give them some credit like they were literally right when we were leaving a guy came out and was wiping the door handles with a um uh, a uh, getting tired some for terms a uh God, what what they call those wipe things? The um, Lysol wipes. Or Lysol something? wipes. Yeah, he was wiping it down, um, and they were doing a pretty good job of keeping things clean. I I that's what I do admire about this country. Is like in China, they have to do this authoritarian social crack. You know this well, not social. It's an authoritarian, you know, brutal uh, mandate of everything. Whereas here, we have a lot of social volunteer, um, you know, uh courtesies and whatnot, which are really nice. Yeah, no, that's um that's definitely you know something awesome. pretty
0: nice people have to do that.
1: Also, isn't it a bit odd that Bill Gates has stepped down? From oh, it's Microsoft? not just him,
0: like there's been a ton of CEOs who have stepped down. Like,
1: really? Who else?
0: Uh there was I think it was like a thousand over like a thousand CEOs sleeping these past couple weeks, that being... Gunner guy, I you know he like mentioned about that. I'm not really sure what's going on, but like a lot of like, and now I think Bill Gates was really the CEO. Either. Well, no, he, was he wasn't
1: somehow. a CEO. He was like uh, on the board. Of Microsoft. But he had a.
0: There's been a bunch of CEOs who've been leaving. I don't know if it's because the stock prices just took a massive tumble or what's going on with that.
1: But... I wonder if they again they know something we don't. And they see something bad coming.
0: Well, I think like a lot of times, you know, if you're, if you go and see this as becoming a potential issue, like if you're CEO level, like, you know, and you're working, like you get paid mostly in like stocks and like you have certain metrics that you have to meet. And mm-hmm. I guess that like, you know, if there's economic downfalls really not great for. hmm. So that could be it, or there could be something.
1: You just said Gunner posted this?
0: Yeah. I'll
1: go on Facebook. I'm live streaming my screen here so people can see it. Let's look up Gunner. What was his name?
0: Gunner. Forward. forward or son or thundersome yeah okay that's who i thought that was he's an interesting guy i i, I agree with
1: him on some things so i just kind
0: of bag what was that i he's an interesting guy i agree with him on some things and disagree with him on the some things but mm. you know at least he's a genuine i guess he's gonna be a politician now i don't know what's going on with him.
1: next see he'd be so interesting to get on here I'm gonna have to add him as a friend first. Let's see. Yeah, the thing about face masks is funny because I I don't get it. Like some people say you shouldn't wear them because um it just prevents the spread of the virus. It doesn't prevent you from contracting it.
0: Well, that's the point. Prevents the spread.
1: Yeah, but, like, why are some places encouraging everybody to wear them?
0: I think they're afraid to go and tell everyone to Because, you know, like, it'll create a, another run for face masks.
1: Netflix has spent production of all TV shows and movies. Oh, my God.
0: You know, they say smoke them if you got them. Hmm.
1: Uh, dun, 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 dun. Let's see. Okay, I think I found it. Okay, he said, yeah, he posted something that says CEOs of all these companies stepped down within a month: Disney, Bayer, MasterCard, Victoria's Secret, Salesforce, Hulu, Uber Eats, IBM, MGM Resorts, LinkedIn. Um,. Okay, the Disney one, though, that was Bob Iger, but that was quite a while ago. You know, that was... I don't even know if we even knew what the coronavirus was then. When was it? Uh, Let me find out. We can live fact-check.
0: I think this was going around since, like, December. I don't
2: know.
1: Well, it sounds like, according to Bannon, there were some pretty big reporters that were going in and investigating this shit like pretty early like this was some again there's like a lot of insider talk we really don't know um let's see he oh fuck he stepped down february 25th wow yeah he stepped down as ceo on february 25th but he's still gonna be on disney's board till like december 2021 Dude, that's freaky. Freaky. And Trump did test negative for coronavirus. It was on 60 minutes tonight. Is it more coronavirus stuff? Yeah, coronavirus. Uh, Driverless trucks. Yeah, we have no coronavirus in next week. Jesus. Unbelievable. Well, I guess we should cut the stream now. I think we've blabbered on for a long, long time. So, yeah, we will keep you guys up to date. This was the first episode of Real News Quarantined, and we're going to keep doing these as we are still stuck in the situation we are. This could go on for a long time, honestly, so we're going to... We're gonna, You know, and there's still more development, so we'll keep pumping these out as we learn more things. Um, but I guess I gotta uh, kill the stream.
0: Alright, let me know when it's killed and I'm to talk about some
2: things.
1: Mm, okay. Some confidential things. Alright. But, yes, uh, thank you everyone for tuning in. This was definitely a really cool stream, and I think um, everybody will enjoy it We will keep these posted frequently and often